Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The Real Debaters. This week on the show, we feature a new debater. His name is Rhett Williams. He is Martin Navarro's buddy all the way up from Vancouver. How did we have him on the show? We finally figured out how to make Zoom meetings work with the Zoom board. So you could essentially say we are Zoom Zoom. Don't shoot us, Mazda. I've been waiting all week to make that joke. Don't shoot me. I know it's your slogan. Anyways, uh, so we've got Rhett and Martin uh, in a Zoom meeting, coming in live to me and Jimmy in Winnipeg. So that was a lot of fun figuring that out. Um, it's like a game changer if you're a podcaster to be able to mesh video and audio through a long list of cables. So uh, that was great. Uh, it sounds awesome. So all that bullshit that I've you know kind of talked about in the last couple episodes totally dealt with. It feels so good because podcasting is all about audio. Anyways, uh, this show, it's our Halloween special. It's our second anniversary Halloween special. Uh, so it's special for that reason, especially because it celebrates a lot of cool, kooky, weird things in the horror genre. Um, prime example would be some of the things we talked about. Uh, one of them would be death by movie. How would you like to die? If you could pick a death from a movie, uh, is that your, you know, your say la vie, your final curtain call? You know, do you want to go out in a blaze of glory? Do you want to be turned into a zombie? These are just some of the questions we asked. Uh, other little topics that came up, we had best, best character inspired by a serial killer, best final girl. Uh, I don't want to give them all away right now. One more would be, um, oh, best franchise and why? So there's that and there's a lot more. This is almost three hour long episode, ladies and gentlemen. So there will be uh, this little list of you can jump. If it's not your cup of tea, you can go to the other points in the episode. So uh, we try to make it as easy as possible because I'm a lazy piece of shit. Uh, Yeah. So two Zoom guys coming in through a Zoom meeting into a Zoom board with two other guys on the other end. It worked finally. I'm so excited. I I, whoever's listening, it's I, I, I take it very. I like that you listen. It means a lot to me. It means a lot to all of us. So uh, whoever has been listening consistently, this is for you because you've grown and listened and heard all of us kind of come off funny or broken or sounding like they've sucked too much helium. That's been a learning curve. So I just would like to note that it's super cool of all the consistent listeners uh, for having to put up with that. And if you're new, then you don't have to worry about it. And you can. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you not listen to it. You know what I'm saying? I got nothing else for you. So I'll cue the real. You enjoy the show. Mugs I think it's shit. TV Cups. Yeah. One of my favorite movies. Um, I only have three movie posters in my home. One's Psycho, one's M, and one's Blade Runner. I don't even want to do a podcast. I just want to get a virtual tour of <laughs> Rhett's apartment. Get a tour of Rhett's apartment. <laughs> well, this is the first time I've had somebody over in like eight months, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's very, that's very true. Right. Uh, fuck. 2020, the age of Zoom calls and Zoom hugs and Zoom horror movies. Um, 
seems to be. Zoom, I, I'm sure Zoom stock is just, but like this is this is the year for skip the dishes and for Zoom calls. This isn't, this isn't the masked singer at all. No, I, I didn't put on the masked singer. You kind of need to listen to, although I think it, oh, I disagree. You disagree? Okay, you know what? I'll put it on in the Don't background. Don't put it on. No, all right, fine. That's not like it really fucking matters. But uh, anyways, uh, Rhett, thank you for joining us. This is our this is our first time having a guest halfway across the country. Um, so this is like, I, I've been telling everybody as we've been doing our podcasts that like, we're going to be playing with a lot of new ideas here. So this is one of them where we're trying to incorporate zoom into it. Seems all the pros are doing it. So we might as well, you know, (laughs) saddle up and get used to this shit. So thank you very much for coming on. Um, thank you. Uh, you're welcome. I, I, we, we, we like to, we like to have as many people to play in our little fucked up world here as possible. So, uh, you, uh, you, you can't say, you can't say we didn't warn you now. Um, <laughs> well, that... I knew Martin, so. <laughs> 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 All right, so by proxy, you know how fucked up we can get. It begins. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to. I'd love to know what Mar- it follows, but oh, it fine. begins. I'd love to know what Martin told you about what to expect. I would love to have been in the room for for that conversation. <laughs> so uh, we argue nothing. movies in the most ridiculous fashion. <laughs> uh, prime example: What summer camp should Sylvester Stallone characters work at? I just wonder if that was his... Was that your pitch, Marty? No, I, I, I just honestly, like, when did we... We met, like, last year at Dayton Cup. Yeah, I met you at Dayton Cup in yeah. last summer. I was drunk, uh, and I'm like, I got a podcast, be on it. <laughs> that was pretty much the whole conversation. Yeah, I don't even... Honestly, I was also drunk, so I don't remember that. <laughs> but here and you I are. I actually purposefully wanted to know very little to come in uh, uh, unbiased and blind, but I assumed it was going to be fucked up, and I uh, assumed it was going to be awesome because it's about horror movies. So. Exactly. This is this is our follow-up to last year's Halloween special. Uh, last year being very virginal for us, we were kind of like, ha, let's just throw shit at the wall and see if it sticks. This one's a little bit more structured. It's more spooky. More spooky. <laughs> exactly. So. Why would you throw shit at a wall to see if it sticks? You, why it's, wouldn't you it's throw gonna something stick. else? It's going to stick. <laughs> like, why, why is that a saying in our language? True. I don't, Who I, does that? I, I don't know. It's one of those sayings where, like, if it's true to form, somebody somewhere. It's, it's supposed to be spaghetti. It's okay. <laughs> if the spaghetti oh, sticks. Oh, you're right. That is a thing, isn't it? <laughs> Michael's been I feel humming like unless shit you dry edge yeah. the shit, it's yeah. gonna stick. Yeah. <laughs> All that th- those spots on the wall in the bathroom, that's spaghetti, I swear. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so uh let's kick in a high gear here. Let's start the show. So this is this was a combination of our four brains going, like just shoot out an idea you want to talk about, and we'll talk about it. And it ended up curating a pretty fucking cool list, if I do say so myself. So we've got some of Rhett's ideas, Martin's, Jimmy's, and myself's. And um, the first one I figured would be a fun way to start would be Death by Horror Movie. So spooky. spooky. (laughs) There's a sound pad for such things. We'll get to it one day, I swear. I I just wanted to get us talking to each other first. So um, check the box. Uh, So Death by Horror Movie is basically if you could go out in in, in a horror movie fashion, what what movie scene, what killer, I guess, like just just an overall uh murder show what movie what horror movie would you want to have happen to you and Rhett, we'll start with you first oh wow okay well uh this was a pretty quick choice for me and this will pop up i'm sure often in the conversation because it's one of my favorite franchises and villains and that's uh freddy i want to be killed by freddy even <laughs> if my my movie i.e my life is boring as shit uh, my death will be memorable 
Um, <laughs> plus, I know I'll, I'll go out with, with a one-liner. Like, dying would suck, but imagine, you know, uh, having your face smashed through a TV while Robert Englund's saying, welcome to primetime, bitch. You know, that's <laughs> an easy pick for me. <laughs> you know, you do have Johnny Depp facial hair. You could, you could sink into a bed. <laughs> I was just going to say, isn't there a bed that somebody falls into? Is he pushed through the... Is that Jason or is it Freddy where someone's... No, that's pushed, Freddy. That's Freddy Fre- sucks him right through the bed. Yeah, that's it. Okay. I've got my I've got my yeah. these horror characters. Would you want to go in your dream? Because technically... Well, that's obviously where he's going to come and get you, right? So... Would, yeah, well, there's only one movie when he's not in the dream uh, world, which is uh, probably the worst of all the nightmare movies. Uh, <laughs> and also uh, critically acclaimed as the gayest movie of all time, and that's Nightmare 2. <laughs> And he shows up to a, a pool party. Great film. <laughs> Otherwise, it's always in a dream. I don't care about the how. I know it's going to be creative, and I know it's going to be hilarious. Yeah, no, definitely. And then, like, you, like that's I, – I read something recently that tombstones are now going to QR codes so that you can put more information <laughs> in a person's bio. So you just walk up to the tombstone, stick your, or stick your phone in front of it. Right. And then, like, oh God, your entire gosh. history is there for someone to read on their phone, like an interactive graveyard tour. So I feel that – that's like that would be the like you're walking through a graveyard and you get to Rhett's grave and you're like holy shit Freddy fucked him up pretty good like that's you're talking about epic endings I love that that's a pretty cool idea is uh, that really a thing they actually have QR yeah. codes for tombs I saw that's I don't know if I saw it on Vice or quite metal but yeah it's it's pretty badass um, I don't know if it's I don't know oh. if it's cool as the. 60 some odd tombstones that was put in front of Brian Pallister's house last night. Uh, you guys. Okay. Probably... Well, in that case, I would want a hologram of my death, just like on a loop. Yes. <laughs> yes. Speaking of holograms, fucking Kardashian, uh, Kanye bought Kim a hologram of her dad for her birthday this week. Horrifying. It's horrifying. I would be so upset. Oh my God. He pre-programmed it to say what he thought she would want to hear. Like, I mean, your idea of your death on a loop is fucking fantastic, you but like... Be, you know what would be funny? If he could only recite, like, things he said during the OJ trial? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the only recorded audio they have? Yes. Oh my god. That would be so awkward. Like, he's just sitting there, he's like, Juice! Juice, it's okay, don't kill yourself. That's the first line out of the hologram's mouth. Oh, that's dark. Kanye, what a... I love it. <laughs> You've even oh my god I don't even want... anyways let's let's go back to dream by death here so red okay so Freddie is there a Freddie that you like the most out of all like because England I, I it, correct me if I'm wrong Jimmy and Rhett you'll probably know this didn't England step away from the character because he was starting to get too into the character I think he did it the whole time except for like the remake like the 09 version exactly yeah right new yeah, nightmare there's, right there's one no. movie he didn't do one nightmare he didn't do and that's the remake which uh, uh, I feel like will also come up later in our conversation today um, and uh, it was a huge fucking mistake and I don't <laughs> believe it was his choice I don't know I could be wrong but but I believe that I the think studio, he was just the old. fucking Michael Bay's yeah. piece of shit studio decided to make the uh, uh, horrible remake and for some reason cast uh jackie earl haley instead creepy dude just uh yeah i'm with you not not and it, like you it's it's okay if you're like one or two maybe three movies deep and you're like let's go in a different direction with a different actor but you've how many movies 10 12 uh but but part of it is man is that like that like freddie is freddie because of robert england you know what i mean like you can cast somebody yeah. else as michael myers and that doesn't matter. You just need a giant really man. That, that's not a big thing. <laughs> you just need to go Freddy to a... is Robert England. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right. It's like when they made a Clouseau movie and cast Steve Martin instead of Peter Sellers. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> What's the point? I do get where they thought they could go, but you just get used to seeing the same person on the screen. So as soon as yeah. you, it's it's like a it's a fucking betrayal when you do it. We've talked yes. about this before. where all of a sudden in the middle of a run like Terrence Howard and Don Cheadle. Right. Like he really stepped out as war machine. And then it was like, nope, sorry. <laughs> or Billy D. Williams <laughs> in uh, Batman 89. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's totally the same wheelhouse. <laughs> Martin, buddy, you're next. Who do you want? What what horror movie death do you want? Uh, I'm gonna go with the uh, interview the vampire. I'm gonna get killed by a vampire. But I don't want to die. <laughs> I want to live forever. Sexy. You I was... have trouble letting go of things. Why do you assume they're gonna want to turn you? Yeah, that's that's a pretty big leap there, buddy. Like you I'll get turned. You okay? Well, okay. Not, All right. All right. Who like, do you? It's gonna be painful because you know, like Lestat is a dick. Like he's a fucking asshole. He's gonna make it hurt. So <laughs> it's gonna, gonna make be it like hurt. probably the most painful thing I've ever experienced. But like you also but... might like it. <laughs> I might get a. I don't know. Ooh. <laughs> the most oh. pg choice you could possibly make oh totally i was gonna go zombies because i was like mm, i wonder what it'd be like to get eaten alive and then <laughs> that's I interesting live on you know but i could still live on in that choice as well i could be a zombie martin like maybe i actually like zombie comedy that's a weird choice i wonder what it feels like to be ripped apart by just many hands yeah yeah I mean, I choke on it. Well, I think I think the assumption here is that, like, when this question was at, when we when we posed this, was that we pretty much didn't have a way out. Like, if you if if you were on death's door, so, so Michael, you're saying the the zombies aren't just coming up an escalator one at a time at you. <laughs> Rhett, if you would like some context with that comment, um, I got into an uh, argument with these guys over what the best close quarters combat weapon would be for a zombie apocalypse, and this is buried in our early episodes and uh, I still haven't stopped eating shit for it, but I picked the flail and all of them assumed that my zombie apocalypse involved a queue of zombies coming up an escalator one at a time. And I really, I really didn't think too hard that as soon as I've swung out, I have to then do the same thing backwards and have, so like the flail, the flail. Yeah. Just Braveheart looked so badass doing it with that one person. I was like, yeah, this seems, this seems continuous. I could definitely You're not survive. William Wallace. I'm not William Wallace. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, Michael, you're still you in these arguments. You're not William Wallace. <laughs> I know. I know our premise is real life into real life, but, you know, a boy can hope. Um, avant-garde. Avant-garde, exactly. Martin, I have a question. Do you want to be, is it Lestat you want to be turned by, or do you want to be turned by, uh, I can never remember... Brent. I'm gonna get turned, get turned by the best, you know. Okay. You know. All right. You, be you gotta get that good stock, that good vampire stock. I'm sure that's a very respected member of the vampire community. Um, I'm sure. So, I mean, being his prodigy, be like, I'd be, you know, I'd kind of be a bit more important. That's a good point. You'd, have to... you'd have some weight to throw around. You would. I got turned by the best. Who who turned you? Some no name. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. You, you got turned. Yeah. Steve. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Former that's... IT department, Steve. That's who turned you. <laughs> I got, I got turned by account. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Well, uh, welcome to Karen the first... from accounting. Really, yeah. <laughs> everyone knows Karen only has one fang. <laughs> it's the worst scar. You feel she totally jipped. <laughs> well, I definitely think I know what poll quotes coming out of this episode first. Thanks for that, Martin. <laughs> you get fucking turned by account. <laughs> No, I think I think that's I think vamp, vampires classy, right? Like if you're and like technically you're finding a loophole, which I appreciate, right? You're not te- you're not dying, you're just losing, you're losing the ability well, you're to die. Dead, you're dead. 
Well, yeah, but you still get to lead a pretty decent life. I mean, save for the fact that you have to drink a liquid that isn't approved by the FDA in any way, shape, or form. But, like, I mean, besides that, being a vampire is pretty sexy. Like, if you followed the Agatha Christie series off-movie, Lestat's got a pretty interesting life. That could potentially be yours, Martin. I uh, say potentially I want. very I want that International style of man of mystery, <laughs> Martin. Oh boy! <laughs> no more Asian Ellen DeGeneres, Martin. Okay, I but... want Lestat Martin, <laughs> <laughs> who also am... does look like Ellen. Kind of looks like Tom Cruise in the Vampire. Wow, that's a reach. But okay, I do. I do want to mention though <laughs> that like you would get bitten by Lestat, and I think Rhett and Jimmy can agree with me. But then nobody would want to be bitten by Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah. you would, you would never be able to turn anybody because I don't want Martin biting me. I want, I want Lestat. That's a sexy bite. You got it. That's, you got to You got to get. get I don't want to say that word. That say it. <laughs> I'm not gonna say the word. The, the, the daddy word. I was like, yeah, I gotta give it my dad, daddy, because he's my vampire dad. <laughs> well, you said it now, so uh, poll quote's been changed. That will be vampire daddy going forward. Get yeah, him in the comments, everybody. Get him in the comments. <laughs> Who's your vampire daddy, guys? <laughs> Email real debaters. <laughs> the question of the week. Uh, Jimmy, you're next, buddy. How do you want to go out? Uh, well, uh, as some of the listeners and as you guys may know, I, I, I struggle with sleep and I always have. Um, so I, I, as well as Rhett, picked uh, Freddy because at least it means that I got some sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, you had to go all the way to the extreme yeah, to I'm take just, a decent afternoon nap. I think so. A uh, long nap. To be fun, I'll, I'll pick something different. I'll go with what we're watching, The Quiet Place, because it means I will no longer have to have any conversation with any stranger ever again. <laughs> yes. Jimmy and, loves people, everybody. He loves ever, humanity. If I ever have an awkward interaction or my pants split or whatever, I can just yell real loud and end it all. <laughs> <laughs> Job interview is not going well. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. Oh, that's funny. Like, imagine being in a giant... I can just see in a scene where you're in a giant fight with somebody, and you're like, one moment. And then you just go outside and go, Rah! and then something comes out and takes you, and it's like, all right. It's the ultimate end all. Fade to black. <laughs> <laughs> this argument is over. Uh, so I picked... I, I actually have in my pick here, it says, uh, machetes and spiky fingers are so 80s. So you clearly know <laughs> that I that I kind of... I am I am a borderline millennial. Me and Martin kind of play in you both... Know, okay, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> Learn to code, loser. <laughs> <laughs> so I... I appreciate technology for what it's done for us, but I still like a face-to-face conversation. Um, I yeah. like being able to order food on my phone, but I like going to a restaurant more. Like, you know, I yeah. kind of have the, the... What does this have to do about getting killed? Because <laughs> I can appreciate the technology that Jigsaw brought to the game. I would want to be put into some sort of weird fucking device. I think that would be a cool way to go. Like I would, I admire the engineering. I would, in, I would look at the ingenuity and the and the and the genius that went into the, um, uh, well, not the pit of heroin needles because that's I, that's not. Really I want to know hard. what horrible thing you did in your past that warrants this. <laughs> no, nothing. I just, I just. Well, yeah, okay, true. There is that. I'm sure there's a lot of drugs, Jimmy. Yeah. A lot of drugs. Yeah. No, I'm sure. I'm sure I wouldn't. It wouldn't just be like bye bye. You'd have to atone. For, I'd have to atone for something. Right. And he would get me in the end. But I mean, like it's it's dramatic. It's over the top. It's cool. Right. Like getting your scalp ripped off by, you know, a car. being. Would you go reverse bear trap? 
I was, I th- my favorite one is uh, where they put the man in the vice grips. The twisties? The twisties. Oh, that's not fun. Yeah. Mm. Like the I don't like that. Turning the joints That's not even going to kill you. That's just going to twist you. Oh, Jimmy no likey. Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy no likey, indeed. <laughs> I just like that one the most because it is, it's kind of one of those, like, you're fucked three hours from now because you'll bleed out. You're not initially fucked right now. And you're never walking or grabbing again. No, you're somebody's <laughs> wow. opening your ketchup bottles for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. that's for sure. Mm-hmm. So not only did you choose probably like the worst possible torture <laughs> ending, you chose the slowest death in all of the software <laughs> You're Re- going to die of dysentery. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have that shirt still. It's like Oregon Trail. I have, yeah, I have yeah. Oregon Trail in my room. <laughs> you have died of dysentery. Okay, Rhett, no, to, to, to say what you're saying, I'm a pleasure delayer. I oh like to God. push it as far as possible. So, yes, I, I want my death to be slow and <laughs> agonizing. I just don't want it, you know, like, prime example, last night I had cheesecake for dessert. I did it in three bites. Like, I wasn't going to fuck around. But my death, <laughs> right, my death means something to me. So I want to be there as long as possible to to open my mind wow. and cross the plane and have my forearms facing admirable. backwards. This is very admirable. It's also a stark contrast to Martin's basically like found a loophole in this yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the... How can I survive? That's what we do. Sucked on by a good-looking actor. That, you know what? That always a comes down daddy. every time yeah, in Martin's yeah. arguments. <laughs> There's always a loophole. Martin's arguments always come down to, well, we didn't say that. <laughs> which, which I, like, there are so many... Like that we have. Michael we... writes all the questions. I just interpret them a certain way. <laughs> yeah. Who, who really knows what to scale means? But hang on, exactly. hang on. Nobody. Prime prime example. The next one we were doing. Um, it, it, I I said to Martin. I asked him a bunch of questions, and I gave him. I was like, any caveats, any rules you want to throw in? And he always goes, nope, because he wants to have the loophole ready to fucking go. <laughs> so I've just come to the conclusion that I'm never asking you if you want any caveats in this, because you're like, nope, because that's all my ammo. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways all right question one done this is the one that i was super excited to talk about the most um i saw it online and i figured yep this is a great conversation starter so traditionally speaking you've got your director and your two or three assistant directors right but what if what if you did what the traveling Wilburys did but you do it with movies you make a super group of all the fucking fantastic talent and the, and how this originally started was I think it was Jimmy and Mark and me. I, I know it was one of us where we were talking about if you could put a, if you could make a movie in each scene. I recall that. Yeah. Uh-huh. That was, and then like the first scene would be one director. The second scene would be a second director. And the third scene would be a third director. Same story, but interpreted differently through a director's eyes. So you'll have like long mm. takes in the first scene and then like quick fragmented digital stuff. And then for, you know, and then like your epic Technicolor or whatever, but you just, you mash it up. But what if you did that with horror movies? What if you took two of the best and had them make one super horror movie? I've never heard of this, which is, well, Mm-mm. I saw it online, but I've never heard of this talked <laughs> about on a podcast. So trademark, Rhett, you're a guest. If you could if you could make a super uh, horror movie, yeah, who would you want to see? The first thing that came to mind is Wes Craven with John Carpenter for me. They're two of my favorite directors. They're the masters of horror, the godfathers of horror. But they also both have a super lean style it's, i mean jc's like ultra lean um but they also both have shown a surprising amount of sensitivity i feel like they're they have a similar uh style similar ethos and they would work, work really well together they're also just like 
two classy badass dudes and they never got to work together despite being you know the two masters so if i had the means um to resurrect uh uh west craven god rest his soul that would be the best uh, way to do this it's your lucky day man we do have the means yes (laughs) yes Rhett, Rhett, go to your door right now. Someone's <laughs> waiting there for you or something. <laughs> it's the two of them, one body. <laughs> we reanimated Wes Craven it's for you. It's my vampire daddy. <laughs> Full circle. Uh, no, and they were always competing against each other. There's a good, like, they. that's two guys who, at the end of their career, I think, you know, it probably would have happened because somebody would have, it's like the Rocky, um, the, the what is it Rocky seven Rocky six where like they do the hologram and they like Adrian's if, revenge Paulie's <laughs> <laughs> return uh, <laughs> like they did the thing where they did the hologram of bringing them back and seeing if Rocky could fight today that would be cool if you could put John Carpenter and Wes Craven into an, uh, yeah, uh, an algorithm director and just see what would come out if you combined their entire works right? into a computer and, and then just write that like fuck you don't need them to be alive just take their work and throw it in a blender and call it a fucking day. That would be so interesting too. Cause when you say he's lean, like there, what he was more about the story and more, more about the building of the character. than he really gave two shits about the CGI where Wes Craven was really into the practical and well on the cusp of CGI happening, but mostly practical. Right. But well done practical versus right. not cheap, but both, both of them, man, both of them, like J- JC's all about the, the practical. I mean, the thing, has oh, some beautiful. of the my favorite movie effects of all time. Yes, you're right. You're definitely right. That the face. puppetry. The puppetry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, there we go. Uh, for some reason, I think they just ended up on the big screen, Oop, but I don't want to take off. Uh, I don't oh, want to take off. Uh, oh, no, no, we're good. We're good. Yeah, there you go. You guys are back. Hello. Awesome. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Zoom's fun. I don't know how that, I, I think I know what that is, but that's okay. We can... <laughs> We'll figure that out another day. Um, let's see here. <laughs> Bet you I know what it just did. Uh, what, Martin, what Are do you got? Are we eating it too much bandwidth on the video or what? <laughs> no, no. What ended up? So I've been trying to put you guys onto the onto the big screen in front of us okay. so we can see you, and it just oh, you don't want to see that. And it yeah. just figured out There's how to take. There's something in my nose, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Two mediums and one large. <laughs> <laughs> I see remnants of uh, salt from French fries from McDonald's in your nose, Martin. Did you have a rough night? <laughs> That was actually uh, yeah. yesterday. So, I got fifteen dollars worth of McDonald's yesterday because oh, there's a coupon. That so you got you got you could have fed a family of five with that. <laughs> oh, it was a family of one here. <laughs> Calories for five, dinner for one. <laughs> Okay, so now we can see you on the big screen. That's the only thing that just happened with that little clip there. So awesome, we're good. Um, Martin, what's your super horror, super director mashup? I was also thinking uh, Wes Craven and John Carpenter, but not both of them mashed together. I was going to mash it with someone else, but in the end, I went with uh, Sam Raimi and Guillermo Ooh. del Toro. Ooh. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Talk Just to I me. Like, I, I like the characters in Sam Raimi movies. I've always liked them. And I like, for Guillermo, I like the, the monsters in the world uh, del Toro creates in all of his movies. So I think mashing those two into something would be kind of cool. That's a good uh, something, fucking answer. Something different in the horror genre, too. So you've you you've got like Raimi did the remake of the Ring, which I thought was okay. I didn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. Nobody asked for it, but whatever. <laughs> um, but I know like, that was that was Gore Verbinski. Was it Gore Verbinski? 
Yeah. No. Didn't do okay, it's not the ring that he redid. He, there was a there was a movie that was Spider Man. So, no, <laughs> Spider Man. Are you thinking Spider Man? <laughs> thinking. I sorry, guys. Used to take on that. Yeah. Sorry. sorry. I believe you were thinking of Spider Man Three. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Green Goblin. That was my bad. a horror movie on its own. The scariest. <laughs> yes, it was, yeah. No. Um. The, he was in town filming something with John Cho. I can't remember what. Uh, we'll fact check the shit out of this later, but um, I mean loosely, we'll fact check the shit out of that later. He may have produced uh, the Grudge remake. That's it. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. That's what yeah. was filmed here. The Grudge was the remake. Grudge was filmed here, and I'm just imagining that with some. Oh, Sarah Michelle Geller, right? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I'm combining not the remake, the original, the old Evil Dead in my head with with some Guillermo del Toro like hand, eyes in the hands kind of thing. It's so beautiful. And... Like I'm thinking about it, and it could just. Because what, like, just the evil dead and the faces and the mask is, and what uh, Guillermo del Toro can do with that just uh, could really add mm-hmm. something to it. Good answer, Martin. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, buddy. I like that. <laughs> I think you should write That's a letter. That's for you guys. That's for you guys. <laughs> yeah, no. Hollywood, right. make it happen. <laughs> if you're yeah, listening, right. which yeah. I bet you aren't. Um, <laughs> <that's okay. laughs> uh, I picked something that actually already happened and I didn't realize that until this morning. So, uh, but I think it should be done. I think more or less in the fact that I think he should step into the director's chair with him, but I picked Jason Bloom and Eli Roth. So those, Mm -hmm. those are mine because Jason Bloom loves story. He loves to get like, I just watched no matter how bad, no matter how bad. Exactly. (laughs) I watched the lie on Amazon prime. It's got Peter Skarsgård in it. Joey King. Mm. And uh, she was the wife of Brad Pitt in World War Z. That's, who wants a point? Who wants a point? There's a point up for grabs uh, if you can remember the name. I got nothing. Marion. I, I tagged her this week in a fucking photo. <laughs> she didn't re- reply. Fuck. No Whatever. point. That's why I don't remember your name. So uh, <laughs> the point is, <laughs> the, the real point is Eli Roth's bloodlust with Jason Bloom's story would kind of fill each other's lacking in the toolbox, right? Like Jason Bloom doesn't really... Mm-hmm play he likes soft horror thriller eli roth likes bloodlust torture porn like if they did green inferno with fantasy island yes that's kind of what i'm getting at though but like like with a little bit it was more Muriel Eno. sorry that thank, was the character thank you started with yeah point martin just late to the party uh i really think that they would complement each other and, and and fill in the missing holes right so you'd get less bloodlust, less green inferno, less um, uh-huh. uh, uh, horrible character writing in Fantasy Island. Yes, oh, oh, so bad, <laughs> so bad. But the lie was good. Be- he- Bloom released four new Amazon Prime specific movies, and they're all in the really? they're all in the horror tab. Oh. So they made a horror collection for the month, and I watched the lie, and it's really not horror at its core, but. When you when you get to the end, I, I would have to ruin the movie for you to get to it. But like, what's horrific is personal character choices that he's okay. made for these characters. The movie itself doesn't have any jump scares or anything, but you're like, that's fucking horrific at the end of it when you when you find out how it all went down. And it's about a tragic death of a girl's best friend and if she did it or not. Ooh, so a mystery. Um, yeah, and like not not a lot of big names, but so Eli Roth, Jason Bloom, just for Bloom and Bloom Bloom can carry stuff. I mean, his name. Oh yeah, is big Bloom House. He's got a house made on it. He's got a house made. <laughs> so, so I feel we're Eli Roth. <laughs> Fuck Jimmy. <laughs> so big, he's got a house. Um, I feel that they would pull Eli Roth out of the the cheap seats a little bit and give him a better yeah. chance at making a movie. So that's Fun. that's me. What about you, Jimmy? 
Uh, well, I went with uh, Don Mancini from the Child's Play franchise, yeah, and a, a, a newcomer directing to horror, but uh, he did The Invisible Man, Lee Wan L. Okay, and Upgrade. yeah. Have you guys seen Upgrade? I've been meaning to. It's on yes. Netflix, right? Upgrade's yeah. so good. I just it's <laughs> the fight scenes and the action. I like. I didn't quite understand it, but they would hook up like a GoPro camera to one actor that's on a stick with an iPhone to the end of it, and the iPhone would stay connected to the GoPro. So it all like all the fight scenes look so fluid and smooth. It's completely insane, and I think him with Don Mancini and that fucking Chucky puppet can really do some yeah. creepy looking shit. That would be yeah. No, I'd like that. I like puppetry is really making a comeback. <laughs> I think not of the penis, but in just mm-hmm. horror general sense. Um, but like kind of both, and maybe not even like I watched the I watched Mandalorian last night, the new one, mm-hmm. and like Yoda's. Baby Yoda, the child, whatever whatever moniker you want to give it, is a lot more prevalent now. And I mean, yes, because it's cute, but puppetry is kind of like, we know you can do it way better in CGI, but the tactile nature of having the doll on set instead of bringing Chucky in Absolutely. post. Didn't Herner Warzog just yell at people for even yeah. considering it? Like, <laughs> I love that shit. Yeah, no, he was like, how dare you fucking CGI this? People want... <laughs> this little fucking green thing to do its thing in person, you make it fucking so, Favreau. Love it. Um, But, uh... Yeah, uh, definitely watch... Go watch The Invisible Man and go watch Upgrade. They're great films. I watched... They're great, man. Mm -hmm. I watched... Have you seen Cooties? I have not seen Cooties. Fucking great. Another another good one. He's a winner, man. I think that he's a great writer. He's... uh, I mean, I love The Conjuring. I love Insidious. Um, He's got a Spielbergian side of, like you know, family love dynamic thing that he's kind of brings to all of his stories. Um, yeah, I think, I think Lee Winnell's a gem. Hell yeah. I watched the haunting of blind manor, finished it this last week. Mm-hmm. Probably one of the best horror love stories that will ever be made. And no one else will do another version of that with a, with a, with a show. Um, but it was yeah. heartbreaking, mm-hmm. but, um, the husband from invisible man. Yeah. Is, is one of the main, is one of the Bly leads manor, in blind manor. Yeah. And he has got, um, a Scottish accent that almost is as good as Sean Connery's, which you said before we started talking that we should, we should take a minute. And now that we've, we've, we've kind of warmed up here, I feel doing Sean right off the hop was a little too early. Right. I feel that that's like 16 year old losing your virginity. You just want to blow it and then be done. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're adults. We've, we've, we're good. So, um, are we, uh, well, what we're good. Are we, Speak for yourself. Uh, so, uh, Martin, do you wanna do you wanna go first? And 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 it doesn't it doesn't have to be a James Bond line. It just has to be in honor of Sean because. Can I go next? Because I'm like warming up the voice right now. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. All right. It's it's, technically I run the show, so I'll go first. I'll 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 stick my toe in here. So, Mm -hmm. um, I was actually doing impressions in the shower in anticipation of this happening like Christ. i was i was practicing today like as soon as shona wow. left i was like oh one ping only brush so um but that really that that line honestly and true that or when he yeah yeah indiana <laughs> just when he reaches over <laughs> and finally <Julia>. calls wow. <laughs> indiana jones by his name instead indy indy hearing indiana just made me melt inside and i mean there's tons of other ones but it's that dad look giving him his hand drop the drop the drop the fucking cup indy it doesn't matter come out of the pit 
So, Indiana. One of my favorite movies <laughs> growing up, by the way. So nice. I, right? I it's that. not one that you would anticipate because there's so mu- there's so much Bond. There's so much Trebek. There's yeah. so much whatever. Um, yeah. Considering Martin's still sucking cock to warm his vocals up over there, Rhett, do you want to go first <laughs> or next? <laughs> I was not warned uh, uh, of this. No, so this I, is on the fly, well, buddy. None of us were. Like, none of us were. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean uh, I'll take Ashworth for 500. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take anal bum cover for 200. Yeah, anal bum cover. Now. Your mother, Trebek. Yeah. <laughs> but God with the bloody ass. That, honestly, Daryl Hammond's impersonation on SNL was you know how Kevin Pollack gets I think Kevin Pollack gets the best Christopher Walken impression award I think Daryl Hammond yeah. gets the best Sean Connery impersonation award having done it for so much you can't you know Shaber! <laughs> uh, what was uh, what what smells like a duck and has a oh yeah what looks like a duck and has a cold uh, a sick duck no your mother Trebek <laughs> <laughs> So, no, that's great. Thank you, Red. All right, Martin, are you ready, or should we skip to Jimmy here, and then we'll get back into what we came here to talk about? What are we talking about? Sean I don't Con- know what we're talking about. Give me a Sean Connery <laughs> impression. They could never take our lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Give me- but they'll never take our freedom. Oh, that, that was Mel Gibson. That's Mel Gibson. That is, <laughs> Mel Gibson. That is uh, Scottish. That is the wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but like, if Sean we Connery, went from actual Sean Connery to somebody doing an impression of Sean Connery to Mel just Gibson. random person who's not even Scottish. <laughs> That's the best. That was that was Sean Connery doing Mel Gibson doing William Wallace. <laughs> I get it. I the see how levels you... to my impressions, you guys. Yeah, that's meta, buddy. Yeah. That's I get it. It, kind of, it came full circle. Okay, Jimmy, for just doing that, mm-hmm. you are off the hook. Martin, right. you can end this, please. Let's get back to fucking the third question here. Miss Money Penny, shake it, not stir. <laughs> <laughs> Money Penny. Money Penny. Oh. I like how he says that. Money Penny. Money Penny. And you know what? I think he did. I like want... how he can't shake his Sean Connery-ness. There's certain actors, and I feel like they're almost always Scottish, by the way, like Gerard Butler's another example, where like, True. even when they try, they're, they're still just very Scottish. James McAvoy's like, really good Fucking Sean it. Connery played yeah. a Russian uh, Navy captain <laughs> in the 90s, right? Yeah. And they're like, eh, just, just, just be you, it's fine. It's fine. Am I... it's fine. He played a dragon, and he was still <laughs> Sean Connery. Yeah. That's right. One of my favorite lines from Sean Connery is from The Rock when he's like talking to Nick Cage and Nick Cage is all defeated, right? And he's oh, like, Oh, yeah. they, you know, what can I do, man? I tried my best. And Sean Connery's like, You're brashed. Losers whine about their best. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. Yes. He's like, She was the prom queen. And that gets Nick Cage up and going to do the job. Yes. Anybody wow. would say that though, or like entrapment when he's like up on the roof with your bird, <laughs> but he like knocks the glass of scotch off the top of his castle and entrapment just to like intimidate Catherine Zeta Jones. Like I feel he would do that in real life. I don't feel th- oh, I feel yeah. that that was an outtake. I don't mm-hmm. think that I think he was just being like, get your best on set, bitch, <laughs> through the rock glass yeah. off, and <laughs> called it a day. <laughs> Rest in peace, Sir Sean. Step it up. 
And I know, I know, I just want to say for the record, I know he had a really bad interview in Playboy in the 90s. There was a comment about how it's okay to hit women. None of us think it's okay to hit women. This is all about his character. This is all about his skill on set. This is not about his personal life philosophy of it's okay to hit women. It's never okay to hit women, Sean. So fucking take that to your grave. Put that on his QR this, code. This his... podcast took a turn. What the <laughs> <laughs> Michael's Mike good at that. His hologram I'm, I'm... on his tombstone is just going to be this. Yeah. yeah. On, on <laughs> I just, I just want to point out that that, that kind of got, I saw it on social Thank media you. this morning. Thank you for letting our listeners know that it is not okay to hit women. No, I yeah. just want oh, them to know okay. that the fuck I, I can't do these PSAs well. <laughs> People know we come from Don't there. do it. <laughs> it's, Don't do it. It Nobody's here for PSAs. <laughs> this really went off the rails. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. I, I, it, there's a train. Let's get on it. How about you weed? Did you smoke weed before? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> Shaber. So uh, the next uh, uh, little segment here that we're going to transition to so smoothly is uh, best franchise series and why. And we'll we'll switch up the uh, the the order here just to keep things fresh. Can I'll I start this one. You want to start? start it? Yeah, no, you take oh. it. Take it. Go. I, like this is like it's so tough because a lot of these franchises, like I'll use Texas Chainsaw as an example. They just sometimes fly off the fucking rails, man. And look, uh-huh. I love I love uh, TC two. I really <laughs> I love yes. that shit yes. so much. But man, three and four. Bill Mosley. It just amazing gets the, gets the role from a parody film he made unbelievable stuff um but yeah they just like and it sucks and a lot of these movies will do that like halloween kind of goes a bit off the rails with h2o and i don't what was the one with uh busta rhymes and tyra banks that was after that. That was Halloween that was, Eight. That yeah. was, I think, probably Resurrection. the worst one. I actually really like uh, H2O. <laughs> yeah? Is that, is that the Paul Rudd one? I think so, uh, yeah. No, no. Is that's it? the one when Jamie Lee Curtis comes back. Is, right. Is seven, okay. That's my fault. Um, but yeah, once they start getting into the weird cult stuff in Halloween, it can get yeah. really... like I don't, It's just strange, man. And even with uh, like Nightmare, I think, I think Nightmare probably did the best out of... Maybe all of them. I mean, the Fridays kind of feel all a bit repetitive, but with uh, with Nightmare, even I love Dream Warriors. I thought that was really fun. Um, yeah, I don't know. Best franchise, man. That's a tough one. Rhett just gave you two huge thumbs up for Dream Warriors. <laughs> I love that shit. I thought Dream that Warriors was is a, dope. <laughs> I thought that was a great idea for a movie, and it was just so fun the way they did it. And uh, yeah, I'd have to give it to Nightmare probably. It is. It it really. It like I. Whenever I think of horror series, Nightmare just jumps out at you it's just at the like it's it's right on the front part of my horror brain brain you just you can't you can't talk about horror series without talking about that because i feel like i I, and i'm correct me if i'm wrong which i probably am was there really a big thing for series prior to the 80s I mean, really, really big. I mean, I know they're done, but what I'm saying is, is I, I think, think the so. '80s and the '90s really brought in the, the love of a uh, horror series. Cla- James Bond. Classic Universal horror pictures, though. Like, I mean, there were a lot of Frankenstein movies. Yeah, like, monster movies. Onwards. That that was a bit of a thing, but but I mean, a Nightmare definitely changed cinema in a, a lot of ways, for sure. It it created, it allowed for a story to be a world 
I think when you got into the series thing, like Alien did it yeah. after that. I mean, they started in 79, but then you're into the 80s. Like it, it really just feels that stretching these out and, you know, throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks. That's Android Ripley. Spaghetti. Nice. <laughs> nice. Put that right back around. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, and there's being like, all right, that works. Okay. We can go in this direction. Not just staying with inside the parameters of one movie, one story. That's it. Yeah. So I think and Nightmare really did that well. Um, I picked Final Destination. It's, you know, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's it's and it's also the same thing, right? But it's 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 the original Saw. It's reinventing death constantly. In the same, like it definitely gets gorier as it goes too. In the same way, exactly. That you don't really tune in for the story. You tune in for the jump scares. You tune in for the new methods of death. You tune in for the new gross outs. But you know that death, which I the one thing I thought was really cool reading about it was that death is now the character. <laughs> where like the antagonist yeah. is normally a human something you can stop something you can stop something you can touch something you can see you can't see this until you've got seven knives on your kitchen countertop and your chest and you're that all face outwards for some reason right no like this <laughs> unsafest home fuck i was letting them dry faster they have to dry faster you know you got me there yeah, Mar- martin doesn't like water stains on his uh, knives my uh my favorite part about the final destination series is that it goes uh and maybe I've mentioned this before, but it goes Final Destination 1, Final Destination 2, Final Destination 3, The Final Destination, and then Final Destination 5. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, why couldn't they call it 4? Why did they do that? Did they think they were going to end it's it? It's like Fast and Furious. It's like The Fast and the Furious. Fast and Furious. F and F. Fast and F. <laughs> F and Furious. F and Furious. <laughs> Just number them, dude. It's like... <laughs> F and Furious, I love that one. That should be the next title. Just go out in a blaze. F and Furious. <laughs> just, like, just tell me which ones has the rock in it. Yeah. That's the ones I'll watch. Yeah. Martin's a fan of the later Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> I like the rock. The rock is I've heard they're good. I haven't actually hey. seen them, but I've heard some of the later ones are good. And <laughs> we talked about Lee Wanell. James Wan directed yeah. the, the one when Paul Walker died. I actually really want to see that. I, I just know that I have to sit through fucking seven... No, you don't have to. Just go straight to it. Didn't okay because that's fourteen hours of cars, and that's like that's a that's a personal hell for me. Personally, like so. you'd have to watch you'd have to watch Cars one and then Cars two like five times to get the same amount of cars. That's true, and and Disney doesn't do the same outlandish shit that they try to do, which you'd think they would, right? Like you can animate something. Nope, Fast and Furious still more stupid. Although I will I will say I will say. Why do the cars talk? Yeah, I'm really. not watching it. <laughs> I will say that Hobbs and Shaw was fun. <laughs> oh my god, I hate you. Like, I, and I only went to go see because <laughs> The Rock. <laughs> but it was fun. Get and, out. Like, I, su- I also paid $40 to see it for two people because I bought... That was the first time that me and Mark... Wait, $40 to go... per person, right? Per, yeah, pers- per person. Yeah, theater prices now. Yeah, so I got us two really Why? good... Okay, hang on, hang Why? on. Right, you're going to like this one. So I got stoned, and I was like, Mark, want to go see a movie? And Mark's like, sure, what day? So we picked a day. I went and logged into Adam. Shout out to Adam Ticket App. Um, logged in. Their app is not made for stoned people. I'll tell you why. Um, they default to, like, the day of... <laughs> for buying tickets yeah so like if you're not paying attention you buy tickets for like that night so i bought tickets not knowing i had to like go to a calendar like i figured i'd put the tickets in my cart and then they give me the date they default to today's date 
and as then one I, would. as one would, <laughs> right, making it easy for you to shop online. So I bought tickets for like that Tuesday when we were going that Friday. So then we went to the movie theater on Friday and we didn't have tickets for the movie. Mm -hmm. So I had to spend another $40. So I spent $80 to see Hobbs Hobbs and Shaw. So you legally have to say you liked it. Yeah. Like I paid, I I think I have shares in that movie once it starts to make money. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever booked anything online before, Mike? I mean, usually the default is if you don't pick a date, it's going to be that day. Yeah. No, no. I just was like, woohoo, movie. And uh, Dude, that's that's your slow saw death right there. Eighty dollars <laughs> to watch Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> okay, fair enough. We'll we'll put that in. Just tie me down to a chair and like on repeat. You you paid eighty dollars. That's thirty seven viewings of Hobbs and Shaw. If you can survive that, well, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, so fast. Uh, Final destination predominantly because death became a character. He's like a Rune Glyphberg device, you know, well, <laughs> like he wh- okay, swings so... into the scene and then like 19 bad things happen. So it's, it's very esoteric. It's very out of your hands. Right? I like the first one when he kills Devin Sawa's friend in the bathroom. Yeah. And then yes, proceeds the, well, to. Exact scene that came to my mind when you mentioned it. Yeah. Right. And then he's su- like, death just like cleans up its mess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like it stops being wet. Like, you're not going to go to jail, Death. <laughs> you're not leaving no... evidence behind. You don't have to clean up a so crime scene. Put so so an ABB for Death, and then uh... it never happens again. Never Possibly, again. I don't know how high, but um... <laughs> oh, I love it. Why did Death clean up its crime? Why did you? No. Why did you get rid of the bloody glove, Death? No it's one will like... know. I, Death, did this. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, and so it, it just it it always delivered. Um it actually is from it, it's it inspired a graphic novel, Final Destination, something or other. Like it kind of spun off in a couple different ways. Devin Sawa always delivered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um Idle Hands, baby. Idle Hands, yeah. Yes. I just watched that last night, no joke. It's one of my favorite Halloween movies. That's a so throwback. Good. I love it. I didn't know. I didn't expect it to be like a crazy, like a horror horror movie. I thought it'd be more funny, but it it just it surprised me in that way when I first saw it in theaters. It's just great, like, man. Yeah, I love it. Idle All right, Marty. What about you? Favorite series? Um, I'm gonna go with my boy Sam Raimi, and I'm picking Evil Dead. Ooh, yeah, you I am are. picking Evil Dead, um, because you got Evil Dead, but you were gonna Dead pick Two, Spider-Man. Army of Darkness, <laughs> and then you got Ash versus the Evil Dead, Evil Dead the musical, you got <laughs> Evil Dead the video game, which was good for PS2 as well. That was a great video game. Um, but I don't know I I liked it because I like that it's kind of that transformation from horror then horror to comedy and then it just gave it to what it is today Um, and it also gave us the character of Ash Williams who's awesome and introduced most of us to Bruce Campbell who is also awesome so that is my pick for best series there is a lot of how it jumped off the screen and became a part of pop culture. Like I, I, Freddie didn't jump off like that. Final destination didn't even get an inch of vertical, but like Ash versus the evil dead, Bruce Campbell. Um, these are all things like I went and saw evil dead, the musical and like evil dead's great and all, but like, I, I'm not a big evil dead fan, but I was drawn to the evil dead musical. You're too scared. Probably. <laughs> you should see me laugh. The reason I sound so delicious today isn't oh my God. is is because I went to Six Pines last night. What you what do you give me the thumbs down for? We're booing you evil dead but not yeah. liking it. Oh! I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm just saying Boo this man. No, listen, I can totally I, I I adore it. I think it's great. I'm just it's it, it wasn't it's not at m- on my list. But what I'm saying is it's so good that because 
I maybe don't like the movies as much. I know the story, so I went and saw the musical. That's and like I I went and saw musical guys of a movie I could have rented, but that's because I know how great the story is and how great the characters are. So I know what's coming. Were you in the splash zone? I was in the splash zone. I was, I was in the splash zone. You got to do it once in your life, man. (laughs) Totally. And like they give you a raincoat and it is, it does wash out, but like you'll be sitting there and you won't even see it coming. And like the one I saw was kind of a bargain bin version of it. Like they did have some problems with the squirting. So like you'd see a device start to do its thing. And then like just a blood spot form where it's supposed to be like coming out (laughs) And you're like, oh, okay, that that device clearly is he clogged. You should get that checked out. You should probably. That's that's a. <laughs> oh, dude, you're bleeding. Yeah, you're, but you're not like bleeding out. You're just growing a dot, is what it looked like. He like, like picked a scab. Yeah, pretty much. So, but it was fun and it was great. So I, I, my 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 final thought on that, Martin, is yes, it is a great series, but it's more popular than any other series because it did it it, it spawned fucking. Ash versus the Evil Dead, the TV show. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Bruce Spider-Man. Campbell is in everything Sam Raimi does because of that character. Like, Ash is... And Ted Raimi. Right. <laughs> Ted Raimi? We got Ted Raimi out of Sam Raimi. That's good news. Is that his son? Yes. That's his brother. That's oh, his bro- brother. Oh, okay. I, I, I see... Well, they used to do movies together as kids, right? Or when they were younger, that's yeah. how they all know each other. Okay. All right. So there's, yeah. there's... Well, they know each other from what? birth. <laughs> in the uh, in the Bruce Campbell uh, uh, biography, his, his book, his autobiography, he talks about that. But they actually went to the same film school as the Coen brothers. Whoa. So he jokes about how so they came out of film school and made Blood Simple, and we made Evil Dead. <laughs> I, I love the charm of that. I love I, yeah, I love those movies. Man. That's so. the beauty of film school, though. Like you go, you interpret what you want to make, and then you leave. So just because you went to the same film school does not mean you're going to make the same product. Which yeah. is the beauty of, of film Sometimes school. Sometimes you make hopefully. Spider-Man. Sometimes you make Spider-Man. Exactly. Sometimes you make Spider-Man three. Yeah. Sometimes you <laughs> yeah, make. Yeah. Let's let's yeah. Sometimes <laughs> you make. That didn't happen. Sometimes right. you make uh, Doctor Strange in the in multiverse uh, of madness. Multiverse oh of my madness. God, I'm excited. With Spider-Man coming back, like come oh. on, there's so ugh. yeah. No, Sam we Raimi's miss you, the Toby. shit. We miss you, Toby. We miss you. We're a Toby. We're a Toby podcast for this sure. This is a Toby Maguire yeah. podcast. Sean Connery is Bond. Toby Maguire. T- <laughs> I'm a Roger Moore Bond. You may find the door. <laughs> this is Scotland forever. Scotland forever, buddy. Daniel Craig Bond is pretty dope, though. Yeah, like he's, totally. he looks like a he looks like a dude who could kill somebody by just Absolutely. snapping their necks. Just by he looks being like handsome. the character. Oh, he, he he. I think he's my favorite Bond, actually. Yeah. Outside of Connery, he is he's number one. If Connery wasn't there, he'd be Pierce easy. Brosnan. You just <laughs> go stick your well, head. Well, Goldeneye, we're all. I imagine. We're all I love Goldeneye. I love Goldeneye. Zenya on a top. Squeed. squeed that like, video game was the best on N sixty four. It gave us the Goldeneye video game. It's true. Paintball exactly. mode, Goldeneye, so much fun, so much fun. Uh, Rhett, end us off. What's your favorite uh, series? Uh, no, I, I mean, I hate to. To second to vote, but uh, that means I, I, I win. Can't. I'll expand it on a little bit, I guess. But I'm picking Nightmare on Elm Street for sure, um, because even the worst of those movies were still entertaining. They consistently had some of the most creative deaths we've ever seen on screen. I mean, I watch Robert Englund do just about anything. Like he is the most charismatic <laughs> franchise villain. Period. Um, but uh, more on that, it created uh, New Line Cinema, basically. Uh, they actually call it the house that Freddy built, which without which we wouldn't have like Lord of the Rings, for example. Um, it put horror into popular culture. 
uh, in a way that it wasn't at the time. Um, like it was the first horror anything to have fucking dolls and lunchboxes like merch. Uh, <laughs> that it, 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 you know, put that into popular oh, towel into, into the zeitgeist in a way that nothing else had before, which you could argue is a shitty thing. Because that really led to us having the the dark ages of the late '90s, early 2000s in, oh, in horror. God. But at the same time, I would argue that a lot of us four nerds maybe wouldn't <laughs> have been exposed to horror at all if that hadn't happened. So, uh, I, I'm a I'm a nightmare pick for sure. Hell yeah! That's that. There you go. That's that's two. That wins it. Not that it was a competition. Well, it is always to Jimmy. But... <laughs> <laughs> I win every week, regardless of the vote. So... <laughs> I love yeah, that you always walks away a winner in his mind, though. I, his I was going to say, I love that you feel that way, <laughs> and I do walk home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so uh, moving down the list of uh, deep and delicious here, uh, we get to best horror sequel that stayed on point with the original idea. Mm. Now, this. I just would like to preface because my pick, I really need to explain. Dive in first, then. Okay. <laughs> you weird bastard. I would like to say that staying on point to me meant the same, the same, same, right? Like it stayed in the same universe. It didn't veer too far off from the original story. Um, that doesn't make it a good movie. <laughs> that doesn't make it. God, a... are you picking Boogie Nights again? No. <laughs> No, 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 no. And I would like to also say that I do not s- subscribe to torture porn in any way, shape, or form. Dear God. Agreed. Agreed, um, yeah. But I feel that stayed on point was Human Centipede, the next uh, You know, man, you're, it did not stray far from the original idea. <laughs> Let me tell you why. It's It's honestly in the story. The first one is some sick fucking doctor who's a big fan of ass to mouth and wants to see it take place in real life. The sequel is a guy who fell in love with the idea who's completely fucked up, m- mentally challenged. We've got a we've got a copy caterpillar. We've got a copycat. Exactly. So <laughs> it could not have been more on point. It doubled the length of the centipede. They went from six to twelve. If Rob was here, he would we would know what that meant. Um, and <laughs> it just it stayed exactly where the original came from you secretly like these movies i didn't like it i was in i was more grossed out by the second one than i was with the first one because the first one the first one was playing with an idea that never had never been touched like never that's just just, in your mind well i don't know i've never been to china but like i mean like (laughs) martin is just how is he gonna get himself out of this one I love I love Zoom podcasting because now I can see Martin dying in a corner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's dying more than I am. But I, I I just mean in in the if you took a film and you looked at the first film and the second film and you hard critiqued it, Jimmy's just like dig up, stupid, dig up. <laughs> you can see him. Um, and if you if you just looked at it from a mathematical perspective, completely on point, did not veer away from anything. In fact, doubled down on the original to be like, okay, now that we've done this, nobody else is going to do it. I don't even know what you're talking about anymore. I'm just talking about filibustering. This is, this is what it is. Like, no, no, mathematically, like, look, I can show you the point. You, are you moneyballing this? <laughs> Statistically, it's a good movie. It's not a good movie. I don't think it's a good movie, but I'm looking at it through the eyes of the question, not through the eyes of what I love. Now, I could pick a ton of other horror movies, like Aliens is 
a great follow-up to Alien, right? Mm-hmm. And it is a horror alien sci-fi movie. And instead you pick... Instead I picked Human Centipede <laughs> full sequence. <laughs> um, I wanted to have something to talk about. So this kind of does that. So what do you do? You, what do you? I understand that logic. Like Aliens is, I would say, one of the greatest sequels ever made. It's a completely different movie, though. It's totally. an action movie. Totally. Right? Like it's fucking Fair James enough. Cameron versus Ridley Scott. Totally different. So I understand that argument. Still, given that that's your argument, <laughs> mathematically speaking, I feel like there are a lot of better choices. <laughs> no, that, and and Rhett, because because you're new to the dance, these guys know that I have a tendency to just. Put one in my back pocket and be like, you, "All right, today's the day." You won last week. <laughs> I did. I did win. I did win with with. I still don't know how. I think the voting was rigged. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did draw from a hat and randomly. Picked I only it, voted but... for him because I thought I was going to win. <laughs> I did not vote for him at all. I'm like, no, I'm not voting for him at all. <laughs> I wasn't going to let him win. Rhett, just go listen to the episode. It's way better if you get full context and if we try to explain it. But I should not have won okay. because I, I may have, I may have bushed it. I may have rigged the election a little bit. Um, I could have right. been Florida with a double count. Who knows? Uh, but okay. So yeah. So full. I, I full sequence. Human centipede. What else do I have here? I mean, the character himself is definitely a you different mean the centipede. No, <laughs> the centipede. One character. I don't know if you could what consider this centipede. <laughs> No, no, guys. No, for real. Just, 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 no, I'll, I'll convince you guys okay. by like my second hour of argument. I will convince you. <laughs> we'll be here till midnight. I'm gonna filibuster the shit out of this. But I, the, the first, the first character, the doctor being so depraved and so fucked up, and then taking that same those same characteristics and then putting it into a copycat, I thought was neat, right? Because like you can't do much with a sequel to this movie. It's shit in every other way, shape, and form. But what they did get away with, I thought, mathematically made so, sense. To end off your argument, are you a I'm not done. front, middle, or back? <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. All right, Jimmy, you're going to crack that open? We're all answering that question now. <laughs> so, where would I want to be on the human centipede? Yes. <sighs> front. I don't think I there's think any that's other. The only that's obvious the answer. only answer. Are we all front? Raise your hand. Raise, yeah. yeah, I'm a front. Right. I'm a front. <laughs> I'm definitely a front. I'm a power Can we front. This movie, though. This movie is entirely just that South Park episode. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you remember where Kyle hits accept on the out the iTunes user agreement or whatever, and they're like, you, "Why did you do that? Like, you didn't read it." I read and it every time. It becomes part of the human centipede. <laughs> it's like, what should I eat? Should it be the vanilla paste or the cuttlefish? <laughs> You want to find another page or cut a page? Anyway, sorry. That, that's why I, like, I think of that movie. I can't help it. Yeah. So, so terrible choice. Full sequence. Terrible I choice. Don't know, terrible. I don't know if Mike would be a, a front because, you know, if Mike wants to live the whole Mike experience and, and you know. He's a back. Drag it what? out. Hang on. He'd be the back. Oh, yeah, you're, you're, you're dead last, dude. You're number 12. <laughs> Time out here. Time out here. What's the Mike experience? No, because you know how you said you're like with, with your death. You wanted to, uh, you wanted to live everything out. You wanted to live. You wanted to yeah. make last as long as possible. That's fair. So what did he say? Okay, all right. You'd be a middle. I'd be a middle if I'm a pleasure. To, uh, I'd be an end if that's really the case. I would want it to pass. Yeah, we through said you're back. Wow. Yeah, you're, you're number twelve. <laughs> I'm number twelve. <laughs> that's number special. twelve looks like you. <laughs> I gotta get a T-shirt that says I'm number twelve. Gonna so have when to people shave ask, that beard, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's gonna be gross. Gonna Nobody's so gonna want smells. that. Oh my god. The good doctor will shave it for you. The good doctor. <laughs> Jimmy. Said, by the number 12 though, I feel like it would be like the most refined and tiniest poop. 
Yeah. Yeah, it would have gone through. Like it's been processed 12 times. You'd have like, yeah, you actually, that's probably the best. If you're not number one, I would pick number 12. I think you'd have a meal by the end of it getting all the way down the line. Yeah. It would be refined so much. If you much. are not first, you definitely want to be last. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well played, Martin. The Kate. Michael Petro story. <laughs> Next on ET. Uh... <laughs> Jimmy, go next. Jimmy, save Jimmy, me. give both of us a point for that. Give both of us a point <laughs> okay. for that. Fair Everybody enough. gets a point today. <laughs> uh, yeah, I picked a Colton Curse of Chucky um, following up the, mm-hmm. the the original Child's Play movies. Um, I could have picked Seed. <laughs> um, I could have picked Bride. Yeah. Uh, but these movies are arguably uh, terrible, so I avoided them. I like Seed. I think it's funny. I love them. <laughs> I think they're funny, but uh, Colton Curse, they really just show Don Mancini's... Uh, how he's really evolved as a director and the movies are just so different and so much sleeker and shinier and they, they look like a Hollywood movie. You know what I mean? Um, and the effects are great. Shout out Doug Moreau, a friend of the podcast. Yeah, we love Doug. <laughs> Go check out that episode. Um, yeah, I just... I, for those movies to come out after Seed and Bride and to be as good as they are is just phenomenal. It's re- once you're that far away from the original, it's hard. I mean, it's expected to tie back in. I almost feel that if you've got say five movies, your first two definitely all have to be tied in. You're, they you're... cast Brad Dorif's actual daughter Fiona Dorif. Like that's insane. Like he, he really just all, that's really all stops. Me- yeah. That's that's yeah. meta. But then when you start getting into three and four, then you're getting into writing away from the original plot, expanding the universe. Yeah. He didn't know where to go. And the I imagine the the production company was asking for more movies and he didn't have as many ideas as maybe he could have. Yeah. Not enough spaghetti. It's tough. He was putting them out. Yeah. Not enough spaghetti to throw at the walls. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you forgot uh, Brad Dourif's official title, by the way. It's always motherfucking Brad Dourif. <laughs> You're right. I apologize. He is like, yeah, one of my favorite actors, period. Child's Play is one of my favorite horror movies ever. And he is just such a powerhouse on screen all the time. So yeah. it's motherfucking Brad Dourif. <laughs> he is a definite character actor that I think gets forgotten on the character actor list. You've got Lord of the Rings. Never forget. You've got Aliens. You've got Chucky. Like these are, these are, he's jumping. Like he, he he's the weird fucking doctor in Aliens. And I just love him he's in so that. Good. And, he's so good. And playing the like one the the creepy slimy black haired guy in Lord of the Rings. I never remember the other characters' names because Worm Tongue. Worm Tongue. Yeah, like it just he's a chameleon and doesn't get it. Oh, one flew over the cuckoo's he's so next. So good as the sheriff in the Halloween uh, Rob Zombie's oh Halloween movie. Oh my god! Movies, like Halloween Two, Rob Zombie's Halloween yeah. Two is fucking terrible. He's but a... his performance <laughs> in it is mind blowing. He's a poor man's Mark Hamill. John Carpenter should not ah, have said, hey, you like can... That. <laughs> You're right. John Carpenter should not have given him free reign with Halloween 2. No, not at all. <laughs> no. Stop no, writing your own scenes, Brad. <laughs> Halloween 1 was a mistake. They were all mistakes. Okay. Whoa. Oh, Whoa, oh, bro. Boy. Oh, boy. I'm going to throw down. Fine, okay. Halloween 1 has its moments. Don't fight the new guy. I will skull fuck you. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> His dialogue scares me. I will fight you. <laughs> I want to see. There's gotta be an extension of this Zoom. Yeah, there's gotta be. You can throw throw a turtle shell over here or something. Is that a blue shell? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Rhett, you go next. Uh, I I wasn't sure if, if it needed to be a direct sequel. No. Uh, it, if, it, so now we know. I now I know so. I can pick later ones. Yeah, um, loopholes, loopholes, buddy. This was hard because I mean, like, Evil Dead Two is the obvious choice. 
Uh, <laughs> I would say. I think, I think I Martin did, picked it too. Like, I was thinking more like what's the greatest sequel more so than how, uh, staying purely true to the original. So ones that came to my mind are John Carpenter's Halloween 2, uh, maybe a bit too direct. Hellraiser 2, though, I often say is one of the greatest sequels ever. Because what, what should sequels do? It should take the essence, of, the spirit of the original and just more, bigger, right? And Hellraiser 2 really does that. Also, uh, it it features Pinhead as he wasn't featured at all, really, in the first one. And he becomes basically the entire franchise. So I, I would argue that, but I, I mean, I would be remiss. I know I'm not picking. I'm kind of arguing <laughs> a bunch, but uh, Dawn of the Dead kind of created the modern zombie movie. But does that stay true? The original, not so much. Um but I'm going to pick, because earlier I mentioned uh, Wes Craven, I'm actually going to pick then, now that I know I don't have to do a number two, uh, Scream 4. <laughs> Hell yeah! I love Scream 4. Scream 4. Wes Craven's final film. Teams up with Kevin Williamson again. Uh, and I love the original Scream. Just uh, a back to uh, basics. It takes the, the, the same, like, break the fourth wall, like, meta, very self-aware sort of idea, but it transplants it into the social media age. And I thought it was just the most smart hilarious way um but uh in the words of sydney prescott in the film uh what's the number one rule of sequels don't fuck with the original and uh for me <laughs> yeah. that's one of my favorite sequel lines ever so so yeah if i don't have to pick a number two which would have been hellraiser 2 i'm gonna go with scream 4 scream 4 is a great choice yeah totally a great choice they did i mean correct me is that which you know what i am gonna fuck this up so scream 4 is the one where it looks like there's vaseline smeared on the lens the whole time that's not a real descriptor but okay that is not a thing that it just looks so thing. shiny why is it so shiny <laughs> somebody it's not a thing somebody <laughs> fucked with the dop's lens that day they just swapped out the one he wanted and it was like here take the vaseline lens this will really add some sheen to the whole it is a good I think movie that's it some is. of your personal vaseline use that's sprayed on yes i scream one scream two very very prevalent Scream three is the worst. Sucked. The yeah, worst. Yeah, sucked. that was with Mackay Pfeiffer, and or was that the sequel? That was the sequel that Mackay Pfeiffer was in, and um, um, uh, wasn't it Jenny McCarthy was in number three? Yeah, yeah, Jenny McCarthy was, it was in the one three. where they were making a movie about. Uh, called yes, Stab about that's the it. Scream story. Okay, that was yeah, three. that could that have been sad. good, but you know what happened just before that movie's release? Columbine. So they had to cut a lot of that movie. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. So that's been going on for a long time then. So they were receiving production notes out the yin-yang and... Yeah. Wow. Yeah. As in all school action sequences that involve death need to be removed, scrubbed instantly, taken out from ever being made. Don't let the So it was was fucked with... uh, Yeah. They had no chance. Fuck. I... You know what? I mean, you, you... I don't know if you guys have seen this in Martin. I haven't forgotten about you, but... Two nights ago on Twitter, the new Michael Bay horror pandemic movie was released. Red, have you seen the trailer for this? No. And I don't <laughs> want to. I fucking hate Michael Bay. Okay, yeah. Well, Michael Bay feelings aside, mm-hmm. this is literally if COVID mutated in four years and it turned into COVID-23. How many helicopters are in this movie? So many helicopters. <laughs> Yeah. So many helicopters. Many explosions. Yeah, that's the I Michael swear, Bay I swear, I swear, I saw slow walks with explosions behind them. No, guys. How no, many barrel rolls of patients getting COVID happen 
it's, in these Michael Bay movies. It's not that, guys. I, I know I know how you're feeling, but I do. I solemnly swear that Michelangelo and Bumblebee were in the background. That much I I did catch. Um, so. I mean, you know what to expect now. Bumblebee's trying to save the pandemic from happening. It, it's got Demi Moore, Bradley Whitford. Mark Wahlberg. No, no Mark Wahlberg, actually. John Cena. <laughs> um, <What>? John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's too on the nose right now to be coming okay. out. And you bring up this Columbine Scream thing. This is all about, like, we're now locked in our apartments. We can't go anywhere. Yeah. You have to do thermal imaging. If you test positive, the government comes and gets you and takes you away. It is all of the shit that the conspiracy theorists right now what are. What platform is it coming out on? Uh, is it theaters feature feature film. I don't know when it's coming out in theaters because who knows? Who knows? But uh, it's a feature film. Check it out after I'm done. I just it was a point that you like it. Horror movies that have something that has that, that may bleed into what's going on in today's society. I now actually feel that they maybe shouldn't be released because, you know, crazy people go see movies. So it might be a good idea to, you know, keep that in mind. But it's just interesting. It's been going on forever. Doesn't art always reflect life, though? Yeah, it does. does. Every good art. Especially in horror, is that not always a reflection of the time? I mean, all all the greatest horror movies, uh, you know, that I love the most came out mostly in the the 70s as a reflection of a reaction to Vietnam, you know? Well, and you like. Yeah, no, you're totally right about that. And then you add in the fact that Texas Chainsaw Massacre was a play on the downfall of America more than it was a horror movie. It's about a weird family who eats people. Like, and they do a good job of that. They do a really good job of. Grandpa's that the into... best at killing. <laughs> oh yeah, do it, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Marty, end us off. What is your uh, follow-up sequel to a horror movie that was just the best? I. Well, I thought like I was interpreting like Rhett, he mentioned it earlier, the, the pick that I wanted, but I thought it was like direct second one. So I, I obviously went with Evil Dead 2 just because Evil Dead was originally supposed to be a horror, but it had some silly moments. And I think Evil Dead 2 is where that franchise found its stride. Hell yeah. Um, and it just that's what evolved it into what it is today. And it's, it's amazing. I love it. It's almost like they went half campy half serious and then realized what people liked and then solidified one or the other in the sequel, which was more serious horror. But evil dead is, it, it does have that. Like what the fuck is going An on? Army of Darkness. Dude, evil dead Two kind of created horror comedy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It allowed you to have a wisecrack or a witty one line repartee of some sorts that brought a little bit of elevation to the seriousness, right? Like it, it you, they knew they scared you. They knew you got your heart racing, but then it you could have some comedy. They gave us the chiseled jaw of Bruce Campbell, right? <laughs> What's not to love? Motherfucking Bruce Campbell. This is my boomstick. <laughs> Army of Darkness was just so good as well. Yeah, it good is. pick, Mark. Such a great so sequel too. Oh, it's so fun. Give me some sugar, baby. Evil Dead, <laughs> Evil Dead Two, Army of Darkness, like breaking. Like, they they definitely they they left breadcrumbs behind it seems or well i guess yeah Raimi left breadcrumbs behind for one then it went into two and then he left more for three like it really is a very planned out well executed mm-hmm. series that there's not too much jump in between right. your, your sequel to your triplicate to your quadruple to your f and furious 
whatever you want to. I, I also just love this this character like throughout this franchise that Ash just kind of exists, and every once in a while the Evil Dead story just like intersects. With yeah. Him, it's just like ah fuck, like oh great, here we go again. You know? I can't, <laughs> I can't fucking <laughs> shake this. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's an explanation. It's a wire or anything. It's like oh you fucking touch that book. Oh shit. Okay, here we go. You ready? <laughs> Why don't I stop touching that fucking book? Well, the TV show is really good too. <laughs> By the way, my password for my Netflix is Necronomicon. <laughs> oh nice. <laughs> you should change that. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah, I have I have been recording a video, Unless so I can't give out no, last no. names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. And uh, what's your email? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, just all your credit card numbers, please. Yes. That'd be great. We'll, we'll, just, yeah. yeah, you want to fund a podcast? Just give me your credit card number. <laughs> so uh, we are approaching our, uh, our our final two here. This one uh, I love because it really. It allows for us to talk about the shit as well as the good, as opposed to just being the guys who love everything. Because that's really what this podcast does. Like, we have a hard time shitting on movies because we love them so much. Unless it's fucking Joker. Unless it's fucking Joker. (laughs) A year later, we're still talking about it. Um, So this is is fun for us because it's always about propping it up as opposed to ripping it apart a little bit. And not so much in the sense that it's a shit film. It just didn't didn't do what it was supposed to do as a remake. So... um, and I mean, I think the world is done with remakes. I think we can all agree, like, start writing some original shit again. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, like, it, it, it's it's great to remake something that at the time, at least in my eyes, they were made when they were made. And then their remakes, well, one of them did well. I don't know about the other one. Um, but I, I would just like to put on record that if anyone from Hollywood is listening and takes us seriously, mm-hmm. which you fucking should, um, <laughs> stop with the remakes. Just make original shit. People are dying for it. It's a sure investment, man. That's why I, I know. It's, it's, uh, uh-huh. You're making a big investment when you fund a film, and they have to bank on, on nostalgia, and nerds like us, even if we know it's going to be a piece of shit, we're still going to go see it. Hell yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. Um, so let's start with worst. Let's go low, then we'll go high. Quote, unquote, Michelle Obama. And uh, so I will take this one and tell you that the remake of one of the most fantastic horror masterpieces which was psycho was absolute fucking shit it was yes and and not shit in the sense that it it did things things that were done to make psycho the first time were they tried to do again and because hitchcock paved the way with so much of that film knowing that they tried to replicate that fell short it's not a bad it's still the same story they didn't really change anything Right. But, in fact, sorry, sorry to interject. No, in go fact, ahead. Because I love your choice. Uh, it, it is, in fact, a shot for shot remake. Yes. Because uh, uh, it, it's not Gus Van Sant. I forget who it is. Gus Van Sant. The film. But, but he was like, it's already fucking perfect. Like, why would I do anything yeah. different? So no. they made it shot for shot. But you're right. It turned out to be one of the worst remakes <laughs> fucking ever, which shows you there's an intangible almost quality to that to that original movie that was completely lost. Because it was made at a time where horror movies really weren't a thing, Hitchcock was paving the way for getting out of thrillers and getting more into like the nudity scenes, the blood, the scream, the 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 fact that like I don't know how many melons were stabbed to get the right yeah. noise. Those little eccentricities about a film, if you really can't do that again in a new way, don't fucking touch it. Vince Vaughn touch it. <laughs> obviously felt so bad 
about doing that. Like you can just see it, right? Like it just, <laughs> it, it, he's nobody is Norman Bates. Nobody will ever nobody. be. Norman. It's, and, and the black and white aspect of it, it, it bringing it into color, it, like, I mean, showing an homage in those few scenes that they do where it's black and white, but then bringing it into nowadays, like, no, the reason it was so good was because it was made during a time that was groundbreaking for horror cinema. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they, and casting a super famous lead and killing her in the first yeah. 20 plus minutes. And he wouldn't let people into the theater. You weren't allowed to come in if you showed up late. Like the shock of that. This is also the first time a toilet has been shown on film. I yes i did Fun hear about facts. that not the last it's just time. like so many i fucking love psycho so much and you're totally right i didn't think of this remake but that's a great choice the and the thing that he did too which was so impressive is that nowadays they film like you'll send out your ad's and you'll get your b and your c roll and they'll film so much they'll get everything but he was notorious for being like i'm only filming what i have to film so the studio can't tell me what to do <laughs> Right. And that's an ingenious way of making a film to keep the money, to keep the bosses out of it. You don't get anything else to play with. It's either not, it's either all or nothing. Yeah. So that's another thing. I guarantee you they had 19 different fucking ways of portraying uh, the, 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 the murder scenes and, and the reveal of Norman in his mother's clothes and all of the, the, the famous aspects of that movie. They could have sat in the editing room for hours. They had one take. Of what Hitchcock did. And Hitchcock put so much into that take that he was like, take it or leave it, fuckers. So that's another little, like, there's... So you're remaking something and you're not using the secret sauce? Fuck off. Fuck off. Yeah, totally. He always had everything perfectly planned out to to the extent that even if he wasn't on set, they they could still do a full, tight day of of shooting. Yeah. He rarely ever needed, you know, more than one or two takes because he knew exactly what he was uh, doing, uh, you know, months beforehand before he walked on on set. Brilliant. There's one thing they added to that remake. There's one scene, one shot they add, and that is Vince Vaughn masturbating, which for me is fucking no. Like Norman Bates implied. is to me very asexual, intentionally yeah. A- yeah. asexual. And the, the one thing they chose to add was just so crass. It was just a, a general insult. To Hitchcock to remake that at all, let alone to change anything. What a weird scene to add. Like, why, why say yeah. let's do this shot for shot? But I, I gotta see Vince Vaughn. That's jacket. that's gotta be somebody in the well, studio. Well, I mean, come on. If you had, if you had the power to do it, come on. Yeah, you got me there. But that's that's a that's <laughs> what a, does the world need? <laughs> that's a studio decision over Gus Van Zant. Yeah. I don't think Gus Van Zandt yes. was the guy who was like, uh, can we have Vince Vaughn masturbating, please? Otherwise, I'm walking. I think that was, <laughs> we need to make this character feel a little, you but know. But you don't know that's not what happened. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm I'm hoping that it was some suit who came down to set oh, one day wow. and they were like, hey, what if he, what if he jerks off? Terrible fucking casting, too. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Well, it was Anne Heche, Vince Vaughn, and then who played the sister? Who was the... Ah. Gwyneth Paltrow. Vince Vaughn is <laughs> it, 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 to you know redo Anthony Perkins. Like what? What? Do you, what do well, you, you got Vince Vaughn coming off of Swingers, like show like yeah. fucking beautiful babies. And sorry for touching Jimmy. <laughs> I just noticed I put my hand on his hand for some reason. I'm scared. Um, I uh, but yeah, like his his previous CV does not say let's make you a masturbating awkward horror character. I want you to stand up on a table in a diner and start screaming at John Favreau about beautiful babies. Like that's what that's what we were getting from you, and now all of a sudden this is no, it just all all in all bad. But uh, I want to bounce this over to you, Rhett, because I, I I I've been told that 
Martin said that you've got all the horror, all the horror in you. So I'm really interested to see what your thoughts are on this. <laughs> so this is wor- worst remake. Yes, worst remake. I first. mean, uh, I mean, I want to say anything from Michael Bay's studio in the 2000s, which basically <laughs> just like, uh, you know, banter childhoods over. <laughs> without uh vaseline uh they're all varying degrees of fucking horrible and they break the cardinal rule that i mentioned before which is they 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 all fuck with the originals but if i have to narrow it down to one i picked the nightmare on elm street remake um not only did it not understand what made the original work not only did it completely fuck up the tone and add new details we talked about the vince vaughn masturbating it added the the detail of him being a child molester which i thought was a terrible idea uh, not only did it not cast England, and holy shit, was Jackie Earl Haley uh, a terrible Freddy? You know, I, I love uh, him it was as just an really actor. Really fucking terrible movie. Period. Like regardless of of what it was remaking and and and, and all you know the the personal connection I have to the original. <laughs> yeah, it's just a bad fucking movie. It's um, sorry. You know, I, I love Earl Haley as an actor, but you're right. He's just <laughs> not Freddy. He's just no. Bad. It was wrong, man. It was bad. Bad direction. Bad casting. It, it was just all kinds of, of, of wrong. And this, this motherfucker, uh, uh, Bayer, the, the director who had only made music videos. Um, before, Weird. I, I watched a, an interview with him and I, I kid, I kid you not. He refers to slasher villains as a uh, quote. I wrote it down to make sure I got the <laughs> quote, that guy from Halloween or pause Jason or pause the other guys. Oh my God. <laughs> so leave it to fucking michael bay to hire a clueless piece of shit who doesn't even know horror to remake one of the most iconic horror characters ever on screen Blech. that's what i think about this fucking movie I'm, I'm with you it's 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 garbage it the one i will give it the one plus the i think it's the first kill of the movie where they're in the diner and he takes the knife and it just makes it look like he's slitting his own throat instead of freddy uh like having his hand and doing it on purpose right but that it it looks good and i enjoyed that but you're right absolutely garbage film <laughs> absolutely fucking garbage film regard like even if it was its own standalone movie garbage fucking film and terrible pieces of dialogue like at one point uh doesn't she ask like was there some sort of connection between us like did we go to school together <laughs> we all went to preschool like... and have no memory of being four <laughs> I love your hard. I love your hard take on shit, Rhett. I think. Uh... <laughs> I uh, yeah. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel, right? <laughs> no, I, the Friday remake was honest. I thought it was a lot better than that. Like I, I enjoyed it. I like that when Jason runs. You know what I mean? I think that's a lot scarier. Yeah, was... well, the, I mean, the, I I actually uh, am not a fan of the Friday uh, <gasps> franchise in general. Um, but if you're gonna remake one, that's the I feel like the hardest one to fuck up. You know? Right. Whereas Nightmare is so Easy inventive to. and creative yeah. and has such incredible, insane practical effects that we all love so dearly. It has, like I said, such a charismatic villain. Like Jason and Michael Myers, they don't fucking say anything. Nope. It, it, Freddy is all about England's performance. Like, you're already fucked before you, you, you come out of the starting gate. You actually have to be able to act as Freddy, where Jason and Michael, you just have to be a menacing giant creature. Can I ask you something, Rhett? How do you, uh, how do you feel about Freddy versus Jason? Uh, the the movie yeah it was uh, uh sh- shitty <laughs> I did Fair. not like it at all I like I like the idea of the mashups but same thing with Alien versus Predator it's like I feel it's pandering 
to to us as uh, as an audience is well, like it's funny. Hey, I know you love this stuff. We're gonna put it together, and I know you're gonna buy it. You know, that's kind of how I, I I felt about the, the vibe of it. It also came in that period of the dark ages that I mentioned, yeah. that late '90s to through mid 2000s uh, of horror that was um, castrated. It was. It's very like not only were they shitty movies, but they weren't even gory movies. I think that was James the way Wan. That they could be, should be anyway. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I'm with you. I like uh I like the action scenes. I'll say that. <laughs> Martin. Sure, but but man, we've got a wealth of material that's more than just okay. Couldn't you make scenes. a good mashup, is what I'm saying. Like, I mean, if you take two great franchises and put them together, couldn't you make a good movie? Well, like, can't that exist? See, Martin, it's funny that you say that. Freddy vs. Jason was originally going to be Freddy vs. Jason vs. Ash, and it could have been something really fun. It just went through, a, like, a it, again, production hell, where they couldn't decide For what sure. they wanted to do, and it shows. But it could Absolutely. have been cool. Yeah, it's it's one of those. I would like, have wanted to see that movie. Neutered. Yeah, I would have fucking seen it. I know. It. I, I believe it, it became a comic book or it was a comic book first, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. The Alien versus Predator ones I thought were okay. I mean, they... Too dark. You too, can't see yeah, anything. You, you, they, they really did <laughs> fuck up in editing, that's for well, sure. Well, they PG-13'd it, and to make up for the gore, they just made it really dark. And it's <laughs> they like, great. turned yeah. the yeah. lights I mean, the power was out. I mean, the, the power plant blew up, so, I mean, there was no light anywhere. They gotta make it real. <laughs> but, like, no, those those horror character mashups, I think we're due for another one. I really do feel like it. I feel like it's been... It's far enough since Freddy well, vs. No, Jason. Well, just... They're rebooting everything right now. Well, okay, yeah, but who, yeah. who do we want... Uh, who do we want to see from either our our era? I don't who, think I want to see any of it. No, you don't? I don't know. Like if, who could who could you put with Michael Myers? Michael Myers versus. I just, you, you I'm almost, not into it. I just yeah. I'm not into the mashup. I mean, part of why I love film, especially horror, is is being inserted into a, a world, the suspension of disbelief, and you know, and being encompassed by by the story and the tone and then the world that these people have created. And as soon as you do a mashup, I feel like you're breaking that bubble. You're taking that wall away and I and I'm already I'm too I'm not scared anymore, you know? I'm too it's too self aware. It's too pandering. I, yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give it thumb down thumbs down to mashups. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I get it. I, I can I can I can definitely see that. And I, it's funny how like mash mash two characters together, no mash two directors together, yes, right. But it's <laughs> it's the creative it's the creative aspect of two directors that will make something new versus taking two stories and mashing them together and hoping that they stick. There's two different, yeah, yeah. You can definitely fuck one up more than the other. Um, Absolutely, unless it was like I feel like the only time it would work is if it's already kind of self aware. If it's like a horror comedy, like inserting Ash into something else works. Because it's already inherently kind of silly and funny, and, and and but but like I really really love the original Halloween, and I love Rob Zombie's remake. But if you threw like Freddy in there, it's like I don't know, it's, just, it's stupid. It's like he got on yeah. the wrong bus or something. <laughs> he got on the wrong nightmare and found yeah. himself in the. I don't like this town. They've already got somebody. They don't need me here to plague their dreams. It's like imagine if they did like a Jaws mashup with somebody. <laughs> Would that, I like that. Actually. That would piss I'm me off. That would be hilarious. Who's the other fish? <laughs> like, is there another Jaws fish? Jaws versus the Megalodon. Like... Jaws versus the Megalodon. Ash versus Jaws. Jaw... Jaws. Yeah, that's exactly okay. where my mind so, went. No, no, no. Sheriff Brody and Jaws have to team up to take down the Megalodon. Oh. <laughs> okay. Think about it. Uh... You're thinking about it? Don't think about it. <laughs> no, I can't stop thinking about it. I can't Don't stop looking it. at it. Martin, what about you? Worst horror make? remake? 
I gotta go with uh, everything that was remade from an Asian horror movie, like <laughs> The Grudge and The Ring. I just honestly, for me, because I've I started with the Asian ones, so I I think they for me. It just seeing it again, and I think the remakes weren't even that like. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing all these hand gestures. The remakes <laughs> didn't really; they weren't really that far apart. I just feel like Hollywood at the time couldn't like assume people didn't want to read and couldn't do you know. <laughs> Boy, just, don't we ready for Asian cinema then? And, and I don't know. I just I just didn't like them. I didn't think they were good. If you if you've ever seen the remakes but haven't seen the original, watch the originals. They're amazing. I've heard they're. I, mean, I, ha- I yeah. have, for the most part, seen both. I really, I really enjoy uh, uh, Japanese horror. Also, like uh, Shutter, uh, Thai horror film, Tale of Two Sisters. Um, yeah, I, I love all that stuff. And you're right, most of them are really shitty, and they're so quick to capitalize. They're so quick to be <laughs> like, "Oh, that movie's big over there. Great, let's fucking remake it right away." They do, and completely lose the essence of the original. But I will mm. argue that no, I really like the the Ring remake. I think that I is one of the better horror remakes, actually. I mean, it, I I understand where Martin's coming from. It 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 didn't do it. There's just something about that kind of cinema that we can't replicate over here. What do you mean that exactly? Kind? Uh, what I Asian cinema. What I what I mean is, is yes. I, I, Korean yeah, cinema, Japanese Korean, cinema, yeah, Korean Japanese Asian cinema. cinema mm-hmm. Any of that stuff. They have a different way of telling stories than we do, and we have a very processed, packaged, and produced way of doing. We get spoon fed stories. 100%. Yes, and <laughs> and. Like, they they actually just, pull back oh, and ahead, give their audience they they respect their audience and they know that their audience yeah. is more intelligent than we are we get dumbed down over here right <laughs> so like it, it that's why it doesn't translate well i don't think but what the ring did was i think it tra- I, i've i haven't seen the original but i've heard enough of this conversation that i can wait you know one cent of it in i think the new one kept from what i've the trailer and shit and all that I think that fear factor is still there. I just think they went a more Americanized route, holding oh, it. Oh yeah, the Americanized yeah. route was there just because, like they, like I mean, they assumed yeah. that the world wasn't ready for sub subtitles. That's what they, mm-hmm, they made mm-hmm, it for. Mm-hmm. They wanted to make money. They didn't. They didn't think it would sell here. But like Parasite is is a, a like the movie oh, Parasite. Oh, so good. It, yeah, it's 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 living proof that you don't need to remake an Americanized version of like a Korean film. Because no, you don't. Yes, it worked here. It was one of the best films. Of, it was the best film. I. <laughs> I watch movies with subtitles to begin with because sometimes shit is just humble brag. <laughs> I'm so I'm so proper. Everything I watch is in subtitles. No, I'll watch Avengers Endgame in subtitles. I watch everything yeah. in subtitles because Same. I don't want to miss anything. Because yeah, as much as everyone thinks Christopher Nolan is an amazing uh, gets amazing sound engineer work done. I've never heard Tom Hardy say a fucking word in any of his movies properly. So, like, I need it's quite subtitles. Quite a treasure you have there in that Herodric. Right? Like, I was born in the darkness. What the fuck was that? Like, everything sounds like he's in an echo chamber. So, whoever's giving away the best sound engineering award to Nolan seriously needs to turn up their hearing aid. Subtitles correct that kind of thing. So, it wasn't like when Parasite came out. I feel if you're afraid of, or if you're not used to watching movies and subtitles, turn the subtitles on everything you watch. Yeah. Then it won't even you're be a different. It's going to be a very diplomatic argument to be like, oh, you don't like to read? No yeah. Reading. Yeah. Like, you moron. Grow, grow the fuck up. You can't pat your head and rub your tummy at the same time. You can't read the words on the screen that are being said. 
How many fucking hands? Mini? You mean I have to read? <laughs> English language, please. I don't know if you guys notice this. Maybe this is just a me thing, but Netflix has this uh, beautiful way of making the dialogue really quiet and then making the action yes. scenes very loud. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like their thing. I have you the know? same problem on my sound system. I also have shitty hearing and played music my whole life. Like, uh, <laughs> so I'm used to watching things with subtitles as well. Right. For that reason, I, uh, I don't want to miss dialogue. Right. Know? Dude, I will be on Netflix watching something that I can barely hear. Mm-hmm. Then I will switch over to Prime, and I can fucking blow my eardrum at six on the volume button. It is so really? fucking annoying yeah. that these streaming services will, like... Why do they want me to listen to it so loud? Why do I need... Why, why does the plane crash need to be louder than the fucking Martin, dialogue? Hey, Martin, narrow that down, though. Pick your most hated Asian horror remake. The Grudge. There we go. The Grudge? Yeah, the grudge is it would pretty be the grudge. fucking bad. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like it. I like the, I like it, the that ham. was that was the narrowed point. That was the one I think for me that stood out. I'm just like, because the original was great. I scared the shit out of yeah. me. I couldn't sleep the for shit weeks. out of me, dude. Oh I couldn't sleep god. for weeks, man. I was just like, <laughs> oh god. And I used to. So when I grew up, my basement uh, had this uh, steps that were like that that would come and then turn. Oh, down oh my to where god! My was and I couldn't hang out down there for like a while. Like it's kind of a weird, somewhat aimless movie in a way, um, but but the scares in it and the imagery in it are still like tattooed. I'm almost getting goosebumps to talk yeah. about it right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. I'm bringing back, I'm bringing back some PSD right now. PTSD right now. PTSD. I'm freaking out. I, <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight, boys. How did this not <laughs> even come up as? <laughs> That sound was Shut insane. it down, that fucking sound, man. Oh, my God. Um, how do we not be like, what scares us the most? How did that conversation not come up? Okay. The Strangers Responsibility. is mine. Responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Strangers, because there is no answer. That's what makes it that much more scary. Did you, you, did you watch it at 2 a.m. with all the lights off? We, okay. I fucking love that movie. That's God a great damn. movie. So, yeah. so I was watching it in a basement. Yeah. And it, my, my, this is how lazy I was. My computer used to like, 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 I didn't know how to set the monitor to stay on longer, long enough. So like I would, I would take a broomstick and lie down on the futon. And then when the screen would go out, I would like get the broomstick and move the mouse a little bit to like get the screen to come back up until I learned that you could turn the monitor Maybe on. Simpsons. Remember Lisa with her pushing, like the, the homer with the pushing stick? Yeah, that's totally, yeah. Overweight. Yeah. Was yeah, totally. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. So I used to do this. So I'd always have like, whenever I'd be watching a movie, just imagine me on my futon with a broom on my chest <laughs> to like get the monitor to turn back on for like a year. And like one day my roommate banged on the door while I was watching the strangers and it was right at that scene oh. when when she's having a smoke and she's off to the right of the camera and then the one character walk the one just oh, walks in and so walks good. out and they don't hit it they don't hit it with score no. sound anything and that was so much classier so much Ooh, scarier it, it's like a minute and a half long one Love take it. too it is it's very long and you get very wrapped into the scene like i did and he knocked on the door and i threw the broom across the fucking room <laughs> and i turned the movie off and was like i'm fucking is done I am Are you sure? fucking done. <laughs> I would, you know, and uh, have you seen the sequel, Pray at Night? No, Not I don't want. I, I loved it. I yeah. loved okay, it. I don't want to. Re- I really think that that is one of the best 
horror movies for my scare factor. I've never been more locked in. And it's because of the unanswered question of the just want to terrorize. And Glenn Howerton from It's Always Sunny gets shot in the face. Yes. Because you were home. There's nothing more fucking scary than because you were home. You were random. You were random because I enjoy ending life. Sorry, here we are. Like, Oops. that's that's a premise that that's a premise that's yes. real. Someone could show up to your door and, and do just, the exact same thing. And in you America. fall for the character. Well, I love the original Halloween for the same mm-hmm. reason. Is that it, like most people think there's a connection somehow Michael Myers in that film? There isn't. That comes up later in the franchise. Yeah, he's just he's just there to kill shit, and that's fucking scary. He doesn't talk. There's no reasoning. So that's why as soon as we start humanizing those characters, that's what the other thing I hate about all the horror remakes. As soon as you give a backstory. They're not scary anymore. As soon as they start because masturbating. Because your home is like one of the scariest <laughs> fucking quotes in, in horror for me. I'm with well, you. Yeah. Was, when you make a masturbate, I don't I don't really all take characters you seriously. Should. All characters, all horror characters should masturbate. Yes. That's a, that's the new rule. No, it's not. <laughs> all horror <laughs> characters should be Vince Vaughn. Yeah. <laughs> I think Jamie Kennedy said that. All right. All right. Let's get let's get uh let's get motor into best horror remake. I will start this one. Cool. And it's for the exact reason that Psycho wasn't great remade. It's because of a time that that movie was made was was using its resources to make the best version possible. You're limited by camera, lighting, technology, all that. The Fly remake <laughs> is great Hell because yes. now you have less campy and less weird and more less fly. more fly, more Brundle Fly. You have more story. You have some sexiness to it, right? You've got, like, it's creepy. It's weird. It Jeff Bloom is fantastic because of his oddball sense of nature anyways. Like, who he is isn't that much of a stretch from a mad scientist trying to teleport shit from one pod to another. Like, I mean, he probably does that in his spare time anyways. Yeah. They were just like, you want to you wanna film this now? So I, I just... It really, I, I've, I've, I've seen the original once or twice, but like her caught in like the web and shit, like just all of like it, it, it was just not a movie that was made well at its time because of what it was limited by. So remaking it now and remaking it in the sense that it is slightly horrific. It's a horror sci-fi more than it is a horror. I feel sci-fi. Sci-fi. That is a sci-fi. It's a sick-fi. Sick, sick, uh, it's a biopic. It's a bi. <laughs> sci-fi. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it just it. Uh, I think it aged well. I think it's always fun to go back mm-hmm. to. Um, watching him eat donuts and then puke them back up so he can eat them again. That's it's got a real neat, grotesque, gross factor to it. Because like he just eventually starts to pick himself apart. I thought that was cool. Like the decay yeah. of him yeah. coming through instead of it just being like an overnight thing. Boom! I came out of here. It's like well, no, I'm slowly growing fly-like features and 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 then like the I think he gets shot in the end, and then the sequel where like the, the the kid is born with the problem because she ends up walking away pregnant from the end. Like Gina Davis is pregnant at the end. So then she gives birth to this, the, Oh, I've never seen that. Yeah. And I think, Oh, what's his name? It was the guy who was supposed to play Marty McFly. <laughs> That's in, funny. In back to the future. Uh, the He's, ginger. What's his the name? The ginger. Yeah. Marty Mc the fly. Marty McFly. Oh, wow. Right. It's all. Oh shit. <laughs> I get 10 points. That's a, that's a big 10 pointer. Right Eric, Eric, uh, Estrada. Estrada. No, not Estrada. <laughs> it's not Eric. I, I know Eric. Yeah. Eric something. Uh, 
Uh, he he's played. In, he's in uh, uh, other '80s movies. He's in Less Than Zero with Robert Downey Jr. Fuck he was in. Name. He's in the Prophecy. But yeah, they, they shot a bunch of Back to the Future get... with him. Hey, and we're like, this just isn't working. Eric, not Eric. <laughs> Eric Stoltz, right? Yeah. Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz. Yeah. There uh, it is. Martin gets the point. Martin gets the point. He played the angel. Circle gets the square. He played the angel uh, Michael <laughs> in Prophecy. And Christopher Walken He's in motherfucking played... Anaconda. That's right. Oh, yeah. Search for the Blood Rose. <laughs> oh my God. Man. That was yeah. talk about nothing. Great actor, solid actor. It was just like it's just. Was so, he the guy so in mask? Crazy. Was that Eric Stoltz in mask? Yep, yep. That was Eric was Stoltz mask, in right? mask too. Wow, Eric Stoltz did a lot, like six films. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> uh, so I did my best, Jimmy. What's your best remake? Uh, you know, I I really liked Halloween twenty eighteen. Okay, I thought. Yeah. I like. I really enjoyed it. I love Danny McBride's horror writing, and I think he's he's definitely going like the Jordan Peele route of starting in comedy and then really just licking his chops when it comes to horror. I think he's doing such a great job. The sound design in that movie is unbelievable. Like they came out with uh, sounds uh, for when Michael appears that make you, that remind you of the original, but are totally new and they just draw you into the moment. Like when the the lead character, I forget her name and I feel bad about it, but she comes face to face with Michael for the first time. They they do like a violin type sound and it's screechy, but it's also, uh, it has like a touch of synth in it too. And it just, it hits and it hits hard. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, the I, kills I love that so movie too, but technically not a remake. Because oh. it is the same character, Jamie Lee Curtis. Shit, you got me there. It's a sequel. Shit. Uh, yeah. so what's what's your b choice <laughs> sorry oh newbie newbie threw a rock at you come back to me <laughs> all right all right Rhett, sorry. You, Rhett, no that's sorry, fine that's but, fine uh, uh, to quote saw, well hang on though hang on hang on hang on though hang on <laughs> technically a remake new director Mm, that's a martin loophole but okay all right <laughs> uh martin you go next um, I'm not like, like if Brett doesn't like magic, so I'm not really a big fan of remakes, like reboots. Is that yeah, I'm not like, but I mean, one that I didn't mind was um the remake of um Let the Right One In, uh, Let Me In with Chloe Grace. Oh, Man. I like that. That wasn't a bad one. I liked I like this. Like I mean, I was a huge fan of the original. I like the story, and I I you know from that one I actually enjoyed. Uh, What's the story? Movie. I don't know anything about it. A very unnecessary remake because that was yeah. another one of those we just talked about, like the, the 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 Japanese horror films, where like it was two years between the original and the remake, and it was like you guys said, it's like uh, people don't want to read, so let's redo it, <laughs> throw a, a new fucking pretty white girl in it, you know, like. But it was a good film. Definitely. What's Martin? Yeah. What's the what's the premise? I've never heard of it. So just uh, like um, like a twelve year old kid who's like you, like bullied and stuff like that, just befriends this young girl, and there's like a. You, are you gonna see it? Can I spoil it? She's a bad yeah, guy. yeah. You can spoil it. It's been it's been <laughs> so like they, fifteen like, years. You should see it. See the original. It's really good. Yeah, it's really good. I recommend it. So the originals let the right one in. Let the right one in. Yeah, it's okay. a Dutch movie. Or <laughs> and that's Swedish. a sequel to Dutch, Do yeah. the Right Thing. Swedish. Yeah. Swedish. Yeah. <laughs> and then is that the prequel to the right stuff? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a NASA film. It's a, it's a, <laughs> yeah. it's a Spike Lee joint. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rhett. What about you? Uh, best remake. This is another hard one because as much as I trash talk bad remakes, I think there's actually a lot of really good ones. Uh, the Fly was on my list. Um, the Thing, which is one of my favorite Carpenter films. Uh, the 1978 Invasion of the Body Snatchers. 
There's also really good new ones. Like uh, I, I just saw the Suspiria remake, which Ooh. I thought was unbelievable. I loved it. Is it, it. good? Uh, the Crazies. Um, the Crazies was great. Fright Night, if you've ever seen. Fucking great remake by uh, written by Marty Noxon, uh, who was a writer, uh, showrunner on Buffy. I'm a big Buffy fan. <laughs> um, but I have to narrow it down, and I actually uh, I, I picked a newer one, and that's uh, Evil Dead. Um, the remake was scary. Oh, the remake, yeah. Yeah, it really uh, that was, I, it's yeah. the one out of all that list that I've rewatched the most. So I was like, well, you got to be honest about your picks. Uh, <laughs> it's some of the most fun I've ever had in a theater, I think. And it's so <laughs> in tune with the spirit of Sam Raimi. Um, but it's still kind of updating a little bit. It's still a little bit modern. It's a little more serious for the more modern audience. Oh, they went but all it's horror. Still just, for me, it just like, it still felt like an Evil Dead movie. The violence is so over the top. Mm-hmm. Like Chainsaw to the face over the top, which is exactly what I wanted if I was ever going to see, uh, you know, an Evil Dead remake. I, I loved it. Hell that's yeah. that's that's excessive, a Chainsaw to the face when you think about it. I like... love it. It's so over the top and it's so fucking scary, but it's because it's it's that Raimi like like so much black vomit in your face like why is it still vomiting sort of moment where you're like wow that is a lot of blood like <laughs> it has that still like it takes you out of it just enough to be a little bit funny but it's a fucking scary movie i loved it jimmy okay so uh i kind of went the sci-fi route as well i picked up... i love how you're trying to take it like you never said I'm just finding before. fucking i'm just grabbing you know <laughs> um i <laughs> I went with the the remake to the Omega Man. I went with I Am Legend. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah not yeah, quite yeah. a horror movie. Uh, love me some Will Smith. Uh, Will Smith at his early two thousands. You know, just uh, before he peaked. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Before he went crazy. You know, and I love the Omega Man, and I like that I Am Legend. Uh, yeah. Because like the original Omega Man had like the, they weren't zombies per se. They were just like people that couldn't go out in the day basically and they would eat you so kind of zombies more cannibals but i like the way the remake can just switch it up and go the running scary i'm gonna eat your face off zombies love it uh made me happy sad ending makes me feel good yeah yeah Uh, (laughs) but no it is i i think i am legend does classify as a zombie horror I think I so, right? I, yeah, I, loosely, yeah, but yeah. yeah, I mean, give me it, this one. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. I'm a silver platter. All right. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 got your jump scares. It's got your gore. It's a got. Lot of people don't yeah. know it's a remake. Yeah, no, they don't. And then like when they find out that it's a remake, they, yeah, no, it's uh, it's. I like the relationship between him and the dog. Everybody does. Right. Absolutely. That's uh, the most important of any type of relationship on film. So. Eat your vegetables. It's a good point. Eat your vegetables. And fun fact, Mike, uh, Mike Patton, I'm a big Mike Patton nerd, uh, uh, did all the creature uh, sound effects himself just with his voice. Sweet. No, 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 no manipulation, yeah. Holy fuck. You could do a, Whoa. really, none? Wow, that's, that's that? cool. That's that's a range if he's got no, like, nothing. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, that's what he's famous for. He's like... Uh, uh, he he's the the voice chameleon basically like all all of his his bands and everything are all kind of based around crazy shit he can do with his voice so they were like yeah sure <laughs> yeah <that laughs> just hire sense. him he put him in the... a sound booth for an hour we'll have zombie sounds don't complicate things he was the guy in police academy <laughs> oh okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah right ah, got it uh, how, Steve Gutenberg right guys, though for the Candyman remake Jordan Peele's Candyman oh I'm Ooh. very I'm pretty excited. stoked for it I am pretty pretty stoked for I, anything that jordan peele yeah. touches now really it's just gold it's gold he knows i think horror and comedy are great bedfellows 
in a way that yeah. you need There's a way some... to do it right, and he's doing it right. You need a little bit of levity. I feel like they're, they're both coping mechanisms. Yeah. Honestly, they're, they're like a, a glasses through which we can look at the world through our trauma, comedy and horror. Absolutely, I agree. I went to, I was saying earlier, my, my voice, the reason it's so raspy is I went to Six Pines last night, um, which read, it's a, it's a haunted barn here in Manitoba. They do it every year, and they yes. do it really well. Um, Martin, have you nice. been? Did you ever go? Is this heebie-jeebie? Yeah, I think we went. I'm pretty sure we went together sometimes yeah i know i love haunted houses um it's like heebie-jeebies exactly very similar to that um but you go through the haunted barn then you go through um the circus freaks and then you go through cabin fever it's like a good half an hour and like i was probably if i had my apple watch on i would say i'd be a buck 60 at you know beats per minute (laughs) and i was like shitting bricks beforehand because i hate being scared but i left and i was like this is super fun. And I think that the, the the laughter in a horror movie combined with the fact that we like to get our adrenaline up and, you know, get excited and get scared, those play well together, huh. right? Like well, yeah. uh, emotionally speaking, you can weave in and out of those pretty well because you want, you want some funny after you've been scared. It makes you, know, you feel better. I'm yeah. happy you brought up uh, beats per minute, Michael, because a study just came out uh, from science that <laughs> just... Uh, <laughs> science.u.gov that just named uh the scariest movies based on yes per minute yes um i don't know if you guys have seen this uh i saw the article about it okay so maybe don't answer but uh rhett and martin what do you guys think was the the named scariest movie based on beats per minute i actually have already seen this article and i love that movie (laughs) and i but i was surprised to find out that was the winner there was a you know Uh, there was quite a few what's the winner i don't know the winner either the winner was sinister Sinister. Which I saw in theaters and scared the piss out of me. Scared the shit out of me in the theater. Hell yeah. Uh, Honestly. Yes, it is. Yeah. (laughs) And he's so good in it. Mm -hmm. And the the fucking eight millimeter films that you have to watch through that, they scare the shit out of me. It was very well done. There was a few, like Insidious was on that list. I liked Insidious as well. Um, But It Follows was on there, which I, I can't really see from a beats per minute perspective. Neither can I. I After what it, it was, <laughs> but it didn't really, it didn't have all of the the cocktail that like the music and the suspense and the pacing and the editing, like all of those things go. You if you're gonna make a horror movie, you gotta know how to edit more so than mm-hmm. I think you know how to have to edit like any other sort of you know a drama or a biopic. Like you just gotta be in order. But like to create suspense and editing is just as important as soundtracking it. And, right. you know, your practical effects. Like, that's where it, it, the jarring movement comes into. Exactly. And for the people wondering at home, Sinister hit, a, I think it was about 96 beat per minute. Really? I think that was the average. Yeah. And then, no, sorry, I'm wrong about that. I think it hit somewhere around 80. And then Insidious hit highest moment with, like, 96. I believe it's oh, nice. when the that scary red devil. That movie scared the shit out of me, too, mm-hmm. in the theater. I, just, I love that movie. I watch it every year, actually. I haven't watched it in a long time, and I think we're gonna watch it tonight now because I've been like we've we've plowed through some pretty PG easy horror this week, and I'm like I want to tackle something that makes me uncomfortable. And, and they're bringing Sinister back as well. Oh, really? I believe so. This, uh, they this... did one sequel that was god awful, but I love the original and the the soundtrack. Uh, Christopher Young, who did the uh, score for uh, Hellraiser, was well. He's done a lot of things. He also did. Uh, uh, fuck! What's that Sam Raimi movie about uh, the gypsy curse? Spider Man. Spider Man. Spider Man. Spider Man. Spider Man. Three. Spider-Man 3. 
but dope uh dope soundtrack i mean like the the music that they play um when you watch each of those eight millimeter films yeah i yeah, highly recommend that movie i love it and ethan hawk's performance i think is really nuanced so good and uh uh worth a rewatch for sure like as good as um dead poet society <laughs> it's hawk at his best <laughs> Better, oh captain, as, my captain. As, as good as um, the Wait, training day. Yeah, because everybody. Training, oh, that's another great movie. Everybody remembers Gattaca all the Ethan Hawke parts. There's both. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. <clears throat> um, Ethan Hawke does a time travel movie um, called Trans. Oh God. Transcendence. I think it's Transcendence. Transcendence. Yeah. Uh, have you guys seen it? No, my roommate oh, watched it a few weeks it's ago. It's a super good time And he asked travel me, should movie. I watch that? And I was like, I don't want to watch it. Uh, if you like a really good mind bender that's right. not a Nolan Oh, Predestination? Predestination, that's it. That's, it. that's point for okay. Martin. That's a part for Martin. Point a for port. Martin. A port. A port. <laughs> Martin gets a port. Are you still talking about Boogie Nights? <laughs> <laughs> Back to Boogie. All right, well, we have uh, run the gauntlet. Um, as James Beaver would say. Oh, really? What about Final Girl? What about, uh, what was the other one? Oh, yeah. you're right. I did, for, you know what? No, I did There's jump Final, Final Girl. Girl. And then you get you guys wanted to talk about your favorite serial killer movies. I'm very lonely. I live alone. This is social interaction <laughs> we I've all live alone. You're right. No, 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 so dude. I got nowhere to be. I got nowhere to be. So it's fine. I'm glad you caught that because that's bad podcast host. Bad podcast host. That's when so, Mike smokes too much weed. Shut up. <laughs> so favorite yeah. serial killer inspiration. That's one that we totally missed. Um, I went with Monster. Uh, not necessarily yeah. a horror, but I honestly dug... I, I mean, I, I guess when I read Serial Killer, I didn't look at the Ed Gaines and the Jeffrey Dahmers, so to speak, because those are what a lot of major yeah. horror characters are inspired by in some way, shape, or form. So I just went and looked at best portrayals of serial killers and was yeah. like, nobody in horror did what Theron did for method acting for gaining the weight and messing with the hair and, and, and just really getting into a serial killer. Whereas inspired by Anthony Hopkins or Jeffrey Dahmer or Ed Gain in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like these things are parts of the character where she was like, I'm going to become a serial killer. So I, that's why I like the serial killer impersonation or inspiration, I should say, for a movie. In that regard, I know it's all about a serial killer who went on a mad, mad spree and killing all the Johns in her town, but I don't think anybody who's ever been inspired in the horror genre has come close, in my opinion. But that's just me. Uh, Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy. Huh? Oh, right. Um, <laughs> good answer. <man>. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween 2018. No, I'm <laughs> it's my only uh, yeah, you know what? I, I went a little bit outside here. Uh, instead of picking my favorite, I'm going to go ahead and say the absolute worst that I've ever seen is uh, that the Zac Efron Ted Bundy movie. Extremely, <laughs> what is it? Extremely, extremely vile, violent. totally horrible, and incredibly close? Is that, <laughs> I think that's what it is. I think you're confusing. I know you're confusing a Haley Joe Osmond movie. Uh-huh. No, a Tom Hanks movie and and a Ted Bundy serial killer movie. <laughs> Same film. Incredibly loud or incredibly loud and, and incredi- extremely close. And extremely close. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then the Ted Bundy horribly incredibly... viable, incredibly awful. Extremely wicked, shockingly evil and vile. There That's it, it. Thank you. Horrible title. Worst title ever. Um, terrible movie. Well, no, it was the it was what the judge said when they sent him. Right, but like maybe pick a shorter thing the judge said. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, he probably said things with two or three words, right? Not twelve. It's a big marquee. He for probably a movie said, theater. "You're guilty." Like I, I feel Go so bad. That. Imagine the guy who works at the theater that has to put that on the goddamn marquee. Like I just, <laughs> oi. <laughs> so yeah, I just couldn't think of a worse. Like that movie was just not good and not accurate and. Yeah. Not even incredibly close. <laughs> I mean, Zac Efron's handsome, and if people want to call Bundy handsome, that's a weird thing to do. It was part of his persona. It was part of how he got... Dude, had, he a, got dude had a monobrow most of the time. Well, I No, I know. I know. And then when he fixed <laughs> was it... Was that just like a 70s thing to look past? <laughs> was... No, everyone thought that was cool and normal? It looked like, like, like I'm like a cleft palate or, you know, a <laughs> wart. I mean, it's an odd sort of facial feature that, but like he was also charming too. So, I mean, I get, I get how, um, mm. how they pick casting Zac Efron for his handsomeness made sense, but I watched the movie I too. I could not 100% disagree more. <laughs> In fact, it's hilarious that you picked that as your worst because this was my first pick for the best. What? Wow. <laughs> Spooky. There we go. Interesting. No, I love it. Throw down. So, okay. So let me give. A, I have a secondary pick. I'm actually going to pick, but but it, sorry, unless I'm interrupting. If you no, more. no, sorry. dive in. That, yeah. Um, I love this film. I think it's fucking brilliant. I think it's classy. It's well shot. I think his performance is off the fucking hook. I th- especially when you see the side by sides of of uh, there's two scenes. Um, that are based on actual interviews uh, with Ted Bundy. I think I think he's perfect. I think it's challenging film, very challenging because it's not about Ted Bundy. It's not about the killings. It's about the space around and in between his actual crimes. And when we get to look at him as a person, it's an honest portrayal. He's fucking empty. He's nothing. He's arrogant. He's boring. He's soulless because that's what those assholes are. That's what those pieces of shit are. They're nothing. And, and that's if- how it should be, in my opinion. Anything more, anything humanizing, uh, anything that they would have glorified about his 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 victims, his crimes, I think would be an insult to the families. Not that art has an obligation to do that by any means, but I thought it was particularly tasteful. <laughs> so that's my take on that movie. Uh, Did I watch it? I think I might have to watch it. <laughs> I watched it twice, and I loved it even more the second time. But but that's the thing is like you can't go in thinking this is a movie. It's like watching my friend Dahmer. I had friends that I like that, that and watched it without knowing what it was based on, without what it was about, and they were like, "Why didn't you kill anybody?" It's like it's not about that at all. And I thought it was a really interesting, challenging character study on somebody who has absolutely no character. So I I loved it. But uh, my actual pick, uh, inspiration. Um, it's funny because I realized when I was thinking about this that most of my favorite movies are actually on this list. Psycho, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Silence of the Lambs, all Ed Gein, as you mentioned, were more obvious choices, right? Ted Bundy for American Psycho, even though there wasn't um, any likeness really between the characters. Brett Easton uh, Ellis uh, apparently read everything that he could on Ted Bundy uh, while writing the book. Um, I think but, that... Uh, I I think that uh, no you're right about that I think that it stems from wanting to make Christian Bale's character so perfect which was what was uh, they were they were trying to they were taking the fact that people thought Bundy was so perfect and so charming and they put that in so charming so good looking so smart all this stuff but in in, in reality he's fucking nothing he's forgettable he's he's a nothing exactly so that's what they wanted to make the exterior of Christian Bale's character in in American Psycho to show that that's your mold. And if Zac Efron taught us anything, it's that we're all in this together. <laughs> <laughs> but so, so to pick, because I have to pick, uh, I'm going to go with the Gein 
Um, Psycho really, I feel like, captures the kind of the pathos of Ed Gein because it's, it's a sad story, right? Uh, Science of the Lambs really captures the meat suitiness. <laughs> oh, that's um, right. But I does. feel like Chainsaw yeah. gets both. And Texas Chainsaw Massacre is for sure one of my top 10 favorite movies uh, ever. And uh, Leatherface is as terrifying as he is sad. So he is I'm very sad. With, uh, he is. Texas Chainsaw. He is really sad in the fact that he's, he's sad boy. He's kept in the basement. He's, well, he's like, <laughs> like I mean he's 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 put he's pushed away from society because of his bloodlust but he's he's a sad sad boy and and there is something in a serial killer and his affinity for his mother and and you know that's very Oedipus that's very Greek tragedy it's one of the longest running stories you can tell in movies right the mother son <laughs> dynamic but um what's what's interesting about it is that Texas Chainsaw really got the house right, I think, yes. in comparison. Like, every movie I've ever seen where Ed Gaines been the inspiration, I'm like, where's, where's the, the chicken room? Where's the chicken? Well, totally. not the, yeah, chi- the chicken room. But, yes, but, yes, yes, yes. Well, okay. You know, that, that production designer, um, it's when, worth yeah. uh, reading, uh, what's his name, Gunner, Gunner Hansen? Yeah, Gunner Hansen. Yeah, so his, his book, uh, he talks a lot about filming it, which was disgusting. It was super dirt cheap, right, production. So It was hot. one of the hottest recorded summers in the history of Texas. Um, and he's wearing a fucking meat suit made out of actual fucking meat stuff. So he stank so bad. And he, <laughs> he didn't shower. He had the makeup on, whatever. People avoided him on set because he stank so bad. But that production designer made that entire house out of shit that he found, like, in the on area. Farm. He would yeah, go out yeah. and get roadkill. And then like dress it up and put it in a cage. And He'd go out and actually just like get guts and shit. So the smell, the smell of this house apparently was was like nauseating. Ninety, 90 degrees covered I, in. I love we talk meats. about practical effects. I love that because it's actually made from actual shit. <laughs> it's practical. <laughs> you know what I'm saying though? Like that, well, you can feel that. I think like it comes well, it across the, on screen. It adds to the actors. They're, they're, Absolutely, yeah. The performance yeah. is sure, but I feel yeah. like as an audience, because earlier uh, one of you guys was talking about. Uh, could have been done with CGI versus the practical. Maybe it was Child's Play we were talking about, whatever. But I feel like that comes across on screen, man. And I'm practical all the way. If if you can do it, do it. Because because having something real on screen, I feel like incites something real in us. You know what? They they literally threw shit at the wall to see if it sticks. <laughs> hey. Okay. <laughs> Point completely. I take it. I I'm on I, fire today. No, it's just I I I. I with Ed Gain, I've always been like, where's the lampshade made of human skin? Where's <laughs> where's all of the things that he did to his mother and all of his victims and, you know, just decided to go interior decorate? Like, where's all that stuff? And every serial killer that's had that, they've like, that was a huge thing about the case. That was huge mm-hmm. into them just like looking into his psyche and breaking the mind of, you know, a, a, the yeah. mind hunter, right? Prime example that just got canceled on Netflix. So great with serial killers, but like they really, that really told people who this guy was and to forget those things in the yes. movies that you say you, it, your character was inspired by Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre just was like, Nope, we're, we're going to make that. It might not be the things that, that Gain did, but it reminded you that that's why it was inspired by Ed Gain. I love those. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, he he's he's such an. I'm a big serial killer nerd too. Um, he he's such an interesting case because he only has two kills confirmed. So he wasn't really a serial killer. So like it, exactly what you said is when they go back to the house and find like the Texas Chainsaw house, basically, 
And we still talk about this shit. He's still considered one of the, the craziest, most insane, you know, uh, depraved, quote, serial killers of all time from the 1950s. But he only killed one or two people. Yeah. So it's just the 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 level of of insanity of the like the Buffalo Bill. I'd fuck me like wearing a fucking meat suit because he wants Been to there. be his mom like this. Yeah. You can't make that shit up. No, you 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 can't. And I'd fuck me so good. Um, put the fucking lotion in the basket. Michael, put your pants back on. Put the lotion in the basket. Yeah. It puts the lotion on its skin or it gets the hose again. Joe Dirt got out of it. <laughs> did you see that? Uh, did you see that South Park episode where where Cartman really wants to play Lambs, the game Lambs, and it's just <laughs> it's just him kind of dressed like Buffalo Bill while somebody's like down inside something, and he just keeps saying, "Puts the lotion on his skin and gets it, gets the hose again. Puts the lotion on his skin and gets the hose again." <laughs> I want to now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, Marty, what about you? Favorite serial killer? I was going to go, I actually wanted to mention Mindhunter. I think just for like, I know we do movies, but I just can't believe that show is canceled because <laughs> like, I really enjoy the actor who played Ed Kemper. I got chills. Yes. When they were interviewing him in the show. Like he was just I haven't seen big, this yet. I heard it's really good. It's very good. Yeah, it's canceled, <laughs> but they might bring it back. Who knows? Um, it's canceled because it's, it's too expensive a, to no, make right now. It's, it's just felt like um, how the FBI basically tracked like how they fit the profile of a serial killer today. It's it's them coming up with how to do that. And then they just interviewed a bunch of serial killers from that time, which was great. But yeah. No, I it's it is a, it is a sad shame and, and one day maybe we'll talk about T V. I really want to. I just yeah, yeah. Well and the thing nobody asked like nobody was asking these killers why they were doing this. They were just like, mm-hmm. Okay, he did it, that's jail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's jail let's you get not jail now yeah, yeah let's not let's not look into society and see what's broken about it let's just jail put them away wow that's gross off to jail <laughs> jail for you um but what's your what's your killer martin hmm? ed kemper he said oh oh you oh oh so ed kemper's your pick okay no that's yeah. Yeah, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. oh kemper. i missed that sorry okay. actually ted bundy too was huge for me uh, for serial killers because like i was in la so big for inspired me. you <laughs> i was there when, when they were when he was doing all the killings Really? Yeah. That's when you. Oh, that's I right. I noticed it because I was like three. Yeah, I was I was three, but my mom. Let's was, just say like, my dad worked nights, so it's my mom and me pretty much overnight while this was all happening, alone in like an apartment in downtown LA. Let's just it's, say Martin. Let's just say he. You were not his type. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think you would have skipped that house. That's that's a that's a sure bet. Okay, yeah, Jimmy. It's like my. It was just weird that my mom had to go through that by herself because my dad was like doing the night shift and stuff. So. Jimmy, oh, I gotta agree with Martin. Like, Mindhunter was just like it's unfortunate that David Fincher is too busy and it was just too much money or whatever. Um, it's David Fincher, fuck, I didn't even know that. Yeah, oh, it's it's yeah. Once they uh, season two, I think even picks it up quite a lot. But like, just mm-hmm. adding more interviews and really giving us what we want to see. You know? Yeah, it's well, it's uh, Rhett for like a quick shot on it. It's the overview and birth of the psychological. Uh, profile or yeah criminal profiling right yeah criminal the criminal profiling unit right they nobody was asking these questions these are the yeah. two guys who they give credit for for inventing it whether or not they're based on actual truth or anything but it's the history of the fbi profiling program and they have to ask all of the guys who've done crazy shit why they did it so they give you all the interviews you get ed kemper you get charlie and season two oh, yeah, they give you charlie 
And it's the same guy who played Charles Charles Manson in Once Upon it's a Time in Hollywood. Too. He man, he uh, does a good job. It's a good job. Yeah, Berkowitz. Yeah, Berkowitz. Yeah. The guy who played Berkowitz was fantastic. Looks almost identical to him. It's terrifying. Yeah, it oh, yeah. was. It was very scary. So I mean, if if you're into FBI profiling and the mind of serial killers, worth Definitely. a watch. Two seasons. Yeah, you'll you'll get sucked in. It's not a definite gone, but you're right. Too busy. Too much money not the right time. And I think streaming services can ask for that of their... Well, I hear David Fincher is directing more movies for Netflix, and that's the reason Oh, can't do... well, Mank is coming uh, out right. fairly soon, right? So, so that's He's a busy be guy, and it busy. sucks, but... Well, they he's love also did... pretty famous for shitting out his budget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> Whatever. It's not my money, <laughs> says David yeah, Fincher. Yeah, exactly. That's not my problem. <laughs> quote david fincher all right well okay so serial killer check um that was fun uh final girl i think was the last question right yeah well final girl and would you rather those were the two i was about to head to would you rather can we do the would you rather i like that movie let's do a would you rather those are fun let's do would you rather and then we'll end on final girl are you gonna do the scenarios from would you rather i i was thinking about it okay but then i just picked random scenes and from horror movies and compared the two so yeah that's the idea right is that like would you rather die in this scene or die in that well, scene. Well, <laughs> how would you rather die? How would you rather die is kind of... So, yeah, so the the first way I, I went with was either having to put up with the final scene in Jaws or <laughs> dancing in the sewer with It. Like, what would you rather have to go through? Not so much die. Jaws or It? Yeah, because Brody and... Uh, what's his... T- Richard Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus. Who, we never remember his name. Brody and Richard Dreyfus survive... <laughs> And uh, we're down. Um, oh, Aaron would know instantly if he was here. The captain's name. Someone throw me the captain's name. Shaw. I can't remember. Shaw. Shaw. Robert. Well, Robert Shaw plays him. <laughs> Captain Robert Shaw. <laughs> oh, we're bad humans from yeah, that this point. That's okay. Me and Jim smoked weed, so we're yeah, fucking. Maybe though. Yeah. It's just, there's only two of us playing this. Email. Let's get a point. It's yeah. Quint. It's Quint. Yeah. Thank you. Captain so man. Quint's gone. So Jaws is over. You can overcome Jaws, and you can overcome. Richard Dreyfus. Matt Hooper. Matt Hooper. Hooper. <laughs> Hoopa! Well Watch the line there, Hoopa! Watch, Watch the line, line Hoopa! Thank you. One, I knew one of us was going to get it. It's just no. You no know, way. Mike, uh, the clown thing and <laughs> how it would prey on your fears is too much. And I would say if Brody can overcome his fear of the water, I can do Jaws as well. <laughs> you <can. laughs> would you want a bigger boat? You know we're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> <laughs> That is that is what you call a setup, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Rhett, what about Yo. you? Jaws, Jaws, or uh, cousin it? <laughs> uh, I'm the thing that actually legitimately scares me in life is supernatural, like spirit stuff in general. Uh, sharks don't scare me, right? <laughs> sharks. Um, so Fuck yeah, you, sharks. although to be fair, I mean it. it we're talking Tim Curry, and I would let him do just about anything to me. <laughs> <laughs> We've all seen Clue. But, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Jaws, though, because I feel like uh, sharks are not scary. As great as that film is, and it's super exciting or whatever, but like, I w- I, at no point was I actually scared. So, so yeah, let's blow up a shark. That sounds fun. Yeah, no, totally. Yeehaw. And, I mean, props to the fact that, I mean, you can't really give Spielberg props for for uh, not having a, the shark available sooner. I mean, the the magic of Jaws is that it's two, hour, two and a half hours long, and you're not introduced to the main character until the third act. And that's only because of mechanical fallout and, you know, just bad engineering. It has nothing to do with a plan, but those are the little things like the magic that happens on a set makes that much, that movie that much more terrifying because it's impending doom. 
Whereas, oh, if the shark had been there in the first act, like, truly seen. Big Bruce. We'd be fucking, hello, Bruce. Um, we'd be we'd be really, like, fucking fed up with the shark by the third act, I think. You'd be like, just kill this man. fucking it's thing. It's the monster problem. It's the, it's the, it's the, you know, like, if you show the creature earlier on, it's not, I'm not fucking scared anymore. It's stupid, right? Yeah. When she's getting eaten in that, in, in the twilight scene near the beginning or whatever, and she's been dragged around the water, like, yeah, that's fucking scary, man. Mm-hmm. That could uh, happen. And I don't need to see the shark to know the shark is there. Right. Exactly. I read. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> I read <laughs> movies all the time. I read movies every day. So I'm a movie reader, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Ooh, we get it, Mike. English is your first language. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Martin, what about you, buddy? Uh, I'm going shark, man. Like, I, I'm, I'm in the same boat as Rhett. Like, the one thing that I... The things that scare me the most are things I can't punch. That's what scares me. <laughs> okay. Yes. That's a great explanation. I'll fucking punch for, a shark in the face. Head. Like, I'll, I'll punch a shark right in that stupid eye of his and <laughs> I'll die. But I mean, still, at least I can be punching it while I'm dying. Which president said that? We have nothing to fear but the things we can't punch. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing we have to fear is the shark itself. <laughs> Oh shit! That's I love that answer. That's the, if I can't punch it, I'm not afraid of it. Mm-hmm. That's really I gotta start looking at life like that, buddy. <laughs> um, I would I I would I mean sitting here on the couch, I would like to challenge my fears and see if I could get over them. I think I'd I think I'd rather dance with it than the shark because what would be your fear. Um, no more cheeseburgers allowed in the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> Martin, did you tell that about? Did you tell Red about that? Did you tell the? the oh no, I haven't cr- told him though. about no. your crippling addiction. Yeah, so yeah. I'm a. I mean, Martin. Martin acts like he's a McDonald's addict, but he's really not. Like he eats healthy. Um, <laughs> whereas. <laughs> Define healthy. Yeah. Well, okay. Whereas I will go to the movie theater, and I'm like, I'm above popcorn and mm. and soft drinks. I am a, a connoisseur of movie time snacks. So I will go get four double cheeseburgers from McDonald's and bring them into the movie theater and then sit down. And I mean, I've been doing this pre COVID. So like when the movie theaters were open for a minute, there's like tons of room around me. So no one's having to put up with the, 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 this... the whole theater reeks of McDonald's. Yeah. Like the whole so, theater. So, <laughs> so, man. so like, you know, it, I'll just say this. It's not, you know what? It's, that's not your fear. It's that it's you have. It's no shame. There's no shame. <laughs> that that if it attacked your shame, it would be McDonald's burgers. That's your biggest no shame thing. You just have no shame. You bring it in there. The whole theater reeks of cheeseburgers. Everyone's looking around. Why does it smell McDonald's in this theater? You're that guy. I know that guy. That guy's weird. You're the guy that's like in the middle of a movie or like the middle of like a Greyhound bus ride. And this is a real story in my life. A lady just like reaches into her purse two hours into a bus ride and pulls out a McDonald's burger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're that weirdo. I'm that guy. Oh, I'm man, totally that guy. It's so, like, like imagine, imagine like three years ago, movie theater, me, four cheeseburgers, sitting there eating like Hobbs and Shaw. I ate four cheeseburgers. I know I did because Mark, my buddy, who like came on, is on the show, friend of the, and show. A friend of the show, never heard it, never knew it existed. We talked about it on the show, and then the first time we went to go see a movie together, I was like, I can't not have four cheeseburgers. Like, that would just, that would be weird. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Double cheeseburgers, by the way. You paid $80 to see Hobbs and Shaw, 
and pulled out four cheeseburgers. Yes. That's, that's a real story. <laughs> it's probably $90 because the, it would double, they were double cheeseburgers. So that's like, it was like two something. This is all coming together. I feel like I've gotten to know you guys really well over the last couple hours. And this is all coming together for me now. So it's going to show up and be like, your darkest fear. And you're just like, whatever, dude. <laughs> Pull out a cheeseburger. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I would tangle. I would tangle with it. Um, all right. So the next one is removing the devil and Regan from the exorcist or having to hang out with the old lady and getting some hot tub hugs from the shining. Ooh, you know, nothing wrong with hot tub hugs. (laughs) I could just put them in my, in the box in my mind. A hundred percent. I'm all, I'm all hot tub hugs. I don't remember the last time a human being has hugged me. Uh, This is like, this has a pandemic twist to it. I'm taking hugs. I also am like, I have a problem with puke. And so I feel like I'm guaranteed uh, probably more puke from, uh, from Regan. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Other people's puke. Because you're still in the hot tub. You know, (laughs) you're still in the hot tub. Also, she was super hot for like, 10 of those yeah but no 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 you don't get you don't get the hot hot tub lady you get fine i'll take any hug that's fine okay i want to have the hot tub Mm -hmm. she's not even a hot tub she's in a tub but it's obviously a tub full of hot water so i know i said hot tub tub. lady you gave us a hot tub in this so why would we not (laughs) you know a lady coming lady in tub in the shining or having to deal with reagan's possession in in the exorcist. So obviously we yeah, puke is out. I get that. But like, it, it's like demon puke too. It's like demon puke, but yeah. like, that's worse. It gets everywhere. Jimmy, just like sand. Jimmy says that you just close your eyes and we know that she's missing flesh in some pretty important places. I'm sorry. I can't close my eyes that tight. All right. Like that's, I can't, I would never, I would, I would close my eyes so know. tight they would turn my eyeballs would turn inside out. Like Regan's gonna say horrible things about your mom. She's gonna tell me to suck cocks in hell. I've already heard it before. I'm fine with it. So <laughs> she's gonna like, berate you, Jesus, you emotionally. <laughs> well, yeah. no, I know she's gonna get inside She'll my head. She'll berate you, Martin. I'm a child of divorce. Doesn't already... speak, right? I don't think she speaks at all. Martin, I'm a child of divorce, buddy. I've I've already been fucked up enough. Uh-huh. Regan, Regan, she's she's late to the party. Okay, single child, white Michael. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, not you know, saying. I'm envisioning hey. you like in that room, and she's like, "Let Jesus fuck you" or whatever, and you're just like pulling out a cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, single white child, only Michael. I know, I get it. R- raised privilege, but what single I'm saying is, <laughs> it's like the the aspect of the divorce. <laughs> Shit, how did this get socioeconomical so quick? I didn't think the show was going to be this funny. Oh, I love it. I truly love it. Because um, we were talking about horror. I'm just like, ugh. I, I, I would want to deal with Regan. I think I could. Yeah. I like, you don't mm. challenge, if you don't challenge the species, the species doesn't get stronger. So I need to, I, I would rather. Mike, what have you done to challenge the species lately? <laughs> He's got you there, man. Make a podcast. Uh, whoever was in the theater with him definitely got challenged. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Can you imagine sitting there and like smelling my McDonald's mm-hmm. and then yeah, want... I, I was there. No, I know, <laughs> but then wanting it like yeah. you're like a row over, and then you're like really jealous, and then your whole movie is ruined because all you smell is the thing you want, and I haven't. <laughs> like... Yeah, jealousy is what would have ruined the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Not the, not the smell. 
That's so, a fucking smell. Back to Regan. So yeah. you, we all know you can become an organ Dude, did you do minister. that? Like, imagine doing that to, like, a movie like Schindler's List. Like, bringing, like, four cheeseburgers <laughs> to, like, that movie. And he that would. He's as bad as making I mean, out with it. I, you know? I, like, uh, Jesus. No, I he would do it. slow, like, the, the awkwardly long unwrapping. So it's, like, the sound of unwrapping for an obnoxiously long time in the middle of the movie. <laughs> no, I unru- you know that cheeseburger's been sitting in his pocket for at least an hour? An hour. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Rhett, Rhett, Rhett. No, hang on, man. Hang on. I, I'll, I'll pull them out and stack them on like the armrest, the, the arm, like the cup holder, and oh my God. and then like every I'll do like one per act, and then like maybe two and I'll do one in act one, two in act two, and one in act three, something like that. Like Jesus there's, I have, there's a method to to getting fat in a movie theater. It's you're it's, an issue. I've never thought everyone's about shaking their heads. The, this is this is a would you rather right there. Would you, would you rather uh, uh, have to sit next to to Michael pulling out these cheeseburgers in a theater, or, or face a shark rather... in an ocean, or sit with no, Robert De Niro from Cape Fear? I'd honestly watch Hobson. I'd honestly rather sit with Robert De Niro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you guys? You guys didn't hear that? Jimmy's like, I. It's either sit next to Michael. With four cheeseburgers, or sit next to Robert De Niro from Cape Fear. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. And he's like, it's De Niro. You're still next to De Niro, but from Cape Fear. And it just smells like so cigar. It's De Niro. All right, okay, all right. Let's get let's let's get back on here. We got to finish this. We got one more thing to do. Here. Okay. And those cheeseburger talks make me fucking hungry. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so we got yeah. So I would go Regan. Removing Regan, you guys, I think everybody would go hot hot tub lady. Hot tub time machine. Hot, hot tub, tub hugs. Hot tub hugs. Okay. Give us right. a hot tub, Mike. We're gonna take it. All right. Um okay, so what would you rather have to put up with? And in this way, I'm I'm asking you, would you rather be Clarice being chased with Buffalo Bill with night vision or <laughs> having to go through the nail scene in a quiet place? Mm. Oh, Am I I'd rather break- be chased by Buffalo Bill? Because I'll fuck that guy up. Because I'm by myself, I'm like <laughs> Clarice. Well, you I'll have to, the yeah, shit you're, out of that well, you're yourself, but you'd be in Clarice's shoes. Oh, but I'll fucking I'll box the shit out of him. I got cardio for days, boy. He's not a shark. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a problem Martin can't solve by punching. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Sean Connery. <laughs> That's good. That's fun though. I like that. I like that pick. That's All a right. good one. So okay, so you're you're going with uh, Buffalo Bill. Buffalo Bill. I Martin Buffalo Bill. Rhett Buffalo Bill. I'm gonna go Buffalo Bill, yeah, because I, uh, I, I really want to see the meat suit. I'd be happy to be part of the meat suit. <laughs> It'd be an honor. I mean, yeah. I'd go. Qual- also, torture like I don't. Tor- torture freaks me out more than he's just gonna kill me because he doesn't want to. You know, he's not a process killer. He's a product killer. So he just wants my meat. He do, you know, he's probably gonna kill me quick. Whereas like suffering through a pain and having to be quiet, I'd be yeah, that's shittier. Mostly meat suit though. <laughs> mostly, mostly meat suit. Seventy thirty. Mostly meat suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. I'd go quiet place needle. I've stepped on needle nail. I've stepped on a nail before. Are, are you, you know, pregnant? You like to extend. You like are you pregnant extend. in this scenario? I know. Yeah. Am I? Well, I, I, I didn't change science. I just changed where I was. So, so you no, are pregnant. You I'm, yes, I'm pregnant. <laughs> yes, I've had a tetanus shot. I've stepped on a nail. I, I don't. I think it's easier to be quiet when you're pressured than have like I don't. I can't see Buffalo Bill. Like if it's me, uh-huh. I'm not applying Clarice's FBI training. It's me, right? I'm not. Right. I I, I, I was in. I was at Six Pines last night. Shout out to Six Pines, and I 
uh, like Shauna had to guide me through because my <laughs> my glasses were so fogged. I had my mask on, and I couldn't really see where we were going. So complete pitch black dark. Fuck no! I'd rather step on a nail and bite my tongue a little bit. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Not uh, being able to see. That's scary. Saw, inspired by, kind of. Oh. Okay. Um, so it's either or from a Saw movie. And we've talked about this one before. Heroin needles or reverse bear trap? Which one do you think you could deal with and get out of? So completely, like in this way, you, you beat the reverse bear trap or you get through the heroin needle pit. But which one do you think you'd fare better in? Heroin needle pit. Yeah? Yeah. Used heroin needle pit. Yeah. You're not thinking about I your future, I have a needle phobia, so I'm definitely not picking that. <laughs> yeah, same. All right. But, but that's a that's a different question, though, because you just said, I think I'm more likely to make it through. And that's different for me than which would I rather go through. Because I think you're right. I think I'm more likely to make it through the needles, but I have a big uh, needle phobia as well. So I think oh. that would, uh, like, I want to pick the bear trap, but I feel like I'm less likely to survive it. <laughs> Well, because right. with the bear trap, you have to dig the key out of your eye, right? Exactly. So there is some sort of yeah. pain you have to go through. That's not happening for me. That's not happening for you? Not going to get yeah. even close. Okay. So you're you're going to go AIDS, but I still have my sight? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Magic Johnson's lived with AIDS for like... No. To... <laughs> well, that's really what it is. I mean, that's the... Either you can't see and you survive. AIDS or, or eyeballs. Or you, AIDS eyeballs. Or you get AIDS or some sort of venereal or disease. Or my jaw snaps into a whole new place. That's, well, true. <laughs> and I I mean, one is... one one One's outcome is total death. The other mm-hmm. outcome is pending death, right? Um, yeah. I... I yeah I would go I would go I I don't have a problem with needles like me and Shauna have stuck each other with vitamin B before. <laughs> I was gonna that that was I could have gotten either either way with him like what are you guys talking? Yeah, about? like I've 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 given her a needle. She's given me a needle. I've given myself a needle once. I think yeah I fucked that up. There was a little squirt. Oh there. my god! But like <laughs> I did stab my own quad. Oh, with I, I can't. But so I'm 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 okay with like. I mean, it, you're right. Magic Johnson survived medical nowadays versus, you know, right. 30 years ago. I'm sure as long as I didn't get the common cold, I'd probably be fine. So, yeah, no, I'm going needle pit. Okay. Needle pit, needle pit. Okay. And then reverse. We have a tie. We have a tie. So. Although if, if you choose the bear trap, I know it's going to be a really fast death. That's fair. Almost instant. Well, yeah, but I'm saying if you could, could you dig into your eye to get it off your head? No, I think, yeah, I think it's got to be needle pit. Okay, so then needle pit, needle pit, Martin, needle pit. Orange no, white? I'm still going with trap. I'm just gonna say I'm done. Is it? <laughs> just, yeah, that's kind of where my mind was too. It's yeah. like, eh, well, you I had a good run. run through the last little bit of my life, and we're good to go. They'll always talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um... That would be no fun for Jigsaw. <laughs> like, oh, they're just, <laughs> yeah, they're just yeah, sitting right. there. They're, they're just, just crying. Like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Martin's not fighting back. He's just sitting there crying. Yeah. <laughs> all right so the next one on the list is uh 28 weeks later or dawn of the dead zombie scenario which zombie scenario would you rather handle and that what, what i mean by that is all encompassing in the story would you rather be going through the beginning of it or coming okay. into halfway through it because you've been in a coma because that's for 28 dead i've had a huge issue with how fast and quick they left the mall like i think they had no real reason to leave the mall yet no they could have stuck yeah. it out a little bit longer like i know there's probably no help coming but at least exhaust your resources and then get the fuck out of there you know what i mean 
yeah, drain this bitch yeah. for all it's worth, and then like, I'd be peace. like, okay, you guys are leaving. I'm gonna stay here. Yeah, because I have everything I need. <laughs> now I have more food because you guys are gone, and I didn't have to kill you. I nope, they're not getting in. Yeah, no, it's a mall. Yeah, no, anything you can think of, you're like, go to the mall. All right, it's already there. All right, done. <laughs> Got yeah. it. Okay, so you would rather go through Dawn of the Dead than go through yeah. 28 Days. Because 20... done, I can just. You know, go 20, out quietly. I should I should mean twenty eight weeks later, not because tw- twenty eight days later is the sequel, but twenty eight weeks later, where like you just kind of you weren't there to watch it all kind of go down, right? You just woke up and it all kind of happened. But see, I don't like that. That's more rural. That's more well. It's the UK. It's England, right? So it's a different scenario altogether. Where Dawn of the Dead was America, where there's malls on every corner, so you can leave one and find another one probably. But there's a mall next door. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, there's a Burger King, a mall, another Burger King, a Wendy's, a mall, Five Guys, a mall. Always about cheeseburgers with you, huh? It, <laughs> Always. I can, I can, I can bring anything back to cheeseburgers, man. I really can't. You um, really can't. So, I, yeah, I'm gonna go Dawn of the Dead too. I really think that it, like, not the remake, but just the, the whole scenario, just being in a mall seems a lot more practical than trying to fare across the countryside and, and travel, right? Like, just plant your ass. Even though yeah. that isn't what they do, it's technically the easiest way to, to make it through it. What about you, Rhett? Uh, yeah, definitely uh, uh, Dawn of the Dead. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but that's like a fantasy for me when I was younger, the idea <laughs> of being in a completely empty mall where you can just run around and steal shit or, you know what I mean? Like, that's already super fun. Plus, you got all the supplies, like you said, plus the protection. But more important factor slow zombies yeah 28 days later fast zombies so i feel like you got time to prepare whatever it is like oh shit there's zombies here cool all right we got two minutes to set up <laughs> whereas 28 days later it's like yeah yeah so that's scarier i go down to the dead for sure martin does that mall have an orange julius <laughs> <All mall. laughs> i'm picking the fucking mall for sure i'm going to the mall that's <clears throat> the easiest one it's it's easy to protect easy to survive slow zombies are good too as well Sweet. Um, mm, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're good. We got it all. Yeah, we're not doing yeah. a three-hour Joe Rogan, are we? No. no. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> I got one. I got one more of these, and then uh, and then we'll get into Final Girl, and we'll we'll, we'll call it a day. Uh, this one was: Which one would you rather spend a night in, the Amityville Horror House or the Thirteen Ghosts House? Hmm. Fuck. Am I George Lutz? <laughs> Neither. Am I George Lutz in this scenario? Well, George Lutz just happens to be there, and that's You're what Jimmy Skinner playing George Lutz. Yeah, well, I have the air for it. <laughs> no, what, what I'm what I'm what I'm getting at is is you have to spend a night there as you. So okay. if you spend a night there, technically, whatever happened to George Lutz happens to you. George Lutz, his experience was over like a like days, right? So I'd be fine one day. I might go a little crazy, but okay, coming up hard. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't really think of this question. I should no, have condensed. I should have condensed the whole movie into one night. I got you. <laughs> I win. <laughs> I'm going with Jimmy's pick. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, Rhett. Do I have a thir- do I have a third answer on that one? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's got to be Amityville. Yeah, the 13 gates. It's, it's too much. Too, it's too much. 13 things. I feel I want. Let's just give me one thing. Yeah. <laughs> just give me. Just give me. Just one ghost. One ghost at a time. Please. Yeah. One. One. Cur- yeah. One fucking. <laughs> just let you handle one. That's one death curse at a time. I'd rather do Amityville Horror House myself too. Yeah. Uh, just mostly because it's built on a burial ground. It's spirit related. Where yeah. like 13 ghosts is like their 
they're there. They're just kept behind. Like you can only see them through a special set of glasses, and like they're like they're it's activated. Like it that it feels that they're more creatures than they are ghosts. So I feel like it just be like fuck you, spirits. Like really, that'll show them. You know, I'm not I'm not falling for your shit. Hey, fuck spirits. you. Spirits. I also would choose it just in hopes that Rod Steiger would uh, come in and start screaming at me. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> oh, God! Oh, <laughs> God! All right, so uh, final topic, which is Final Girl, right? Mm. Where And, like, when did Final Girl start to be something that people were paying attention to? Like, when when did that trope kind of come slashers. to play? Slashers, yeah. Slasher, yeah, I think, okay, so slashers. But, like, I guess... When did you guys start hearing it? Because Final Girl is something that's new to me. So I'm just wondering if that term has been around in the conversation of horror for 20, 30 years. Or has that just been something that we like? people have looked at in the last 10 and been like, that's something that if you encompass you know, all of the genre, you, you end up, you, you can talk about that. Maybe it was. I think it was just like a universal understanding. That okay. <laughs> is what you do. I don't know. No, that's, been, that's, that's fine. It's always been yeah. a thing i mean like uh, uh like sl- slashers when they became very tropey it became very much about the punishment of premarital sex so oh, that yeah. it became the virginal girl kind of trope survives the the thing i feel like yeah that's been around since the 80s but the term final girl maybe the last 10 years okay all right um i went with the one who rules them all i went with ripley <laughs> from Alien. <laughs> And Android Ripley? Not Android Ripley. Not Final Girl and Alien. <laughs> not, no, not replicated Ripley. Uh, true Ripley. Like R- Ripley in Alien and Aliens. You're just mad because she would dunk on you. Well, okay, yeah. If we're talking if we're talking about shaved head Ripley and cuddly you with... You know I am. Z- spooning a xenomorph Ripley. The giant alien pod pit that they all pile on in. Some alien orgy. Like that stuff was... Mm-hmm. That stuff was weird, but... Um, yeah. No, what what I did, and I mean, shout out to David Fincher for Alien Three. I know it always gets shit, but like it, I I love it. But Ripley yeah. really just represents counterculture thinking that the final girl always has to be weak in the end and overcome it. She can be strong the whole time. She can mm-hmm. tell guys to get fucked. She can she she's a hero in her own right, where she's going after to save the cat, save the kid. Um, she knows how to keep her head cool. Right. And these are things that normally don't get celebrated in Final Girl because Final Girl's always been like the weak who then finds herself. Well, what if she found herself ten minutes into the fucking movie? That's a little bit cooler to me than you know You know who kept his cool in that whole movie? Bill Paxton. <laughs> <laughs> He's, get over, man. <laughs> He's Hicks. Put her in charge. <laughs> so yeah, so get Ellen. Over, man. Get Ellen Ellen Ripley is is my pick for Final Girl because she conquered two species. She conquered the sexism that came from the entire crew, and she conquered the alien itself. So that's that's there's a lot to be celebrated there in that regard than your your typical um, escape the slasher end up being alive just because she ran fast enough kind of thing. Maybe I approach this differently, Jimmy. What do you think? Oh, just man, I gotta go with Nev Campbell. You know me. I love I my scream. Knew it was gonna. Go. Yeah, <laughs> Nev Campbell yeah. kicks ass. There's, she's Sydney Prescott, man. That's that's all you gotta say, right? But what is it about her character? Because she's is she is it is she just? <laughs> oh well, you know, or anytime she seems to be around, everyone around her seems to get horribly murdered, and 
Oh, so just by proxy, she's a final girl? <laughs> Automatically. Default. Default. It's just, she's cursed, so that's, the curse makes her the best final girl. Dated Jerry O'Connell in two? That's solid. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Jerry O'Connell was supposed to be the replacement for the bad boyfriend pick? Yeah. I don't think that worked. No, 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 no. He was he was the supporting... Uh, he's still a red herring the whole time, but he's he plays the more yeah. supporting role. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Rhett, He's a good guy. Who's your final girl? Um, I like the Ripley pick, but to back up on that, um, to 1974, I'm saying uh, Jess from Black Christmas. Ooh, okay. She, this is this is considered by many to be the first slasher movie, right? Depending on how you define that. Some people say Peeping Tom, but and Canadian. Um, if what makes her my favorite is uh, kind of on your your Ripley point is that she actually openly discusses on screen that she's going to get an abortion, which mm-hmm. is pretty fucking cool on film for that time period oh that and was it finally so stands up to her boyfriend who's flat out like you're not getting an abortion that's my kid too and she's all like fuck you um which i love um uh but that kind of became like we talked about the trope in a lot of slasher movies was the virginal girl survives which kind of has this stupid metaphor of of you know uh slut shaming basically when she was full-on like yeah i had premarital sex yeah i'm young i'm also getting an abortion um but i also really love that um near the end of the film she has this moment of she actually escapes the house um and she stops and makes a conscious decision to go back in to try and rescue her friend badass um, so to me she's badass hero in, yeah. on, every, on every level and i love that i love that movie okay what'd you uh what'd you think of the remake like the, not the not the early 2000s <laughs> but the, the yeah that movie. one is fucking horrible i agree <laughs> that's really really bad the the one that came out like two years ago yeah um i don't remember hating it but i also don't remember it very clearly which tells me it was probably meh that, yeah that's meh. about right <laughs> meh. I like it. such a great descriptor you know yeah. you know what you're getting into when someone's like meh you're like yeah. all right don't go what in can you do don't go go in yeah. under under expecting yeah don't expect to yeah, i don't remember it being good uh, or sorry really bad um so maybe it was okay but i mean isn't that a worse thing to be is forgettable yeah yeah when you can't even talk about you at all when you forget that you saw it that's the most yes. like, yeah. when someone's like I have a lot of those like like when gwyneth paltrow was on the chef show oh my god and yeah. favreau was like you know when you were in that movie and she was like what movie are you talking about and it was like pepper iron man three iron man three you know iron man's wife and she's like oh yeah i was in that like <laughs> like, <laughs> like we did scenes together <laughs> i was happy you were pepper we read lines this was important yeah. to no okay <laughs> to one of us to one of us clearly right so i mean it's probably too it was probably too like overwhelmed with the vagina candle at the time so she was like that was all in her mind that's all she could choose. she probably <laughs> just did a coffee enema and then was like moving so fast she couldn't remember even being there that's probably what happened awesome no goop can i I throw just just quick also we should throw out jamie lee curtis i don't know maybe just oh yeah yeah yeah. um but the cool thing that i liked about uh john carpenter talking about um jamie lee curtis was that people say she was the one without the boyfriend she was the one who didn't have sex and therefore she survived and john carpenter's like what no i didn't have that all she was just happened to be paying more attention (laughs) <laughs> she was the smarter one. She wasn't distracted by having a boyfriend or being social. She was kind of a, 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 not an outcast, but you know what I mean. Like she just had to be paying more attention. I did. I, like, I want to remove that like slut shaming 
sexuality aspect to to the final girl uh you know idea i, th- I think it's dumb that's yeah that was just the media misinterpreting something that that has nothing Absolutely. to do with it. like you you either intentionally write the character to be an idiot and get stabbed and die and people will laugh and go ha ha what an idiot or you write them to be smart and catch on and move on neither of those things has anything to do with premarital sex and slut shaming that's you're just marrying an idea that makes no fucking sense um absolutely martin martin going with my boy jimmy i'm going with sydney sydney um, going with sid just sid. Like, i think to me when this movie came out it was like one of the first it came out when i was in high school and it was one of the first horror movies i saw where i like you know i seen horror movies as a kid but i didn't get it but this is the ones i guess i was at that age where my mind was like oh i get this movie this is that was the first exposure i had and i bet it'll always hold a special place Wait, is my heart here? Yeah, right here. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It it will always forever be a moment where I think the horror genre got rebooted, and I mean, hundred percent rebooted, not in the sense of like someone just plugged it into more voltage and turned up the volume to eleven and reinvented a lot of things and 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 took it and ran with it and went yeah. forward. Where that's yeah. where my horror really like i i remember seeing you know the blob or lost boys or really campy cheesy horror when i was a kid that i i you know try to see at friends houses and shit because my mom wouldn't let me watch it <laughs> but when i could start watching horror movies scream is where i remember getting into horror and then going back further and actually giving a shit about the genre and how it like doesn't really get any sort of credit like best stunt person best horror movie a horror movie should be celebrated at the oscars yeah we we know yeah. you know a, a stuntman's career or stunt woman's career should be celebrated mm-hmm. at the oscars right why are we celebrating i mean yes yeah, cinematography is great but why are it's not that celebrating those things is more important it's like why aren't you celebrating these things though right and you want to yeah. get people to give a shit at award shows give away awards for cool things mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Cinematography isn't cool unless you're Roger fucking Deakins. Like that's he's you know <laughs> that's because he's the best at it. So it's it's cool to those people. It's not cool to the person sitting at home. Cool to me sitting at home is like best stab scene in a horror movie. Wow, Oscars, you have balls now. <laughs> the MTV music the MTV movie awards did that. That's yeah. what I was gonna say. Yeah, best kiss. Yeah, they already yeah, have a that show. Was MTV. Yeah, no, but it's <laughs> why are they it's choosing? That Mike, MTV did it. I know they did it, but. <laughs> Let's do a better version. I understand what you're saying, though. I mean, the Oscars are fucking stupid anyway, but but I totally understand what you're saying. I mean, it's it's archaic. It's it's uh yeah, it's a very outdated, silly awards show for sure. And I yeah, I would love to see more awards like that. And for horror to be recognized, I mean, it was at, at a time like uh, like The Exorcist, William Friedkin, and uh, you know all the famous directors. At some point, I'm going to do a drama. I'm going to do a horror. I'm going to do an action. Whatever. And that kind of got lost to the wayside, I think, in part because of slashers and and uh, it, popular culture came to view horror as that, just like just violence, just camp, just whatever. And Scream, absolutely, I agree, changed changed the game. I think it really did. And without without Scream, we wouldn't have the amazing you know horror renaissance that we're in right now over the last ten years. All these incredible directors coming up, and we mentioned Jordan Peele you know, and getting nominated for, for Oscars. And I think we needed Scream to kind of like flip things on its head for, for a minute, you know? I concur, doctor. I concur. (laughs) Well, uh, Jimmy made mention that we were 
not going to try and do a three-hour Rogan Alex Jones version of, 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 of his podcast, so let's try to keep with that. Um, this was a fucking... This was this is how a Halloween special should have been last year. I uh, I think we've I think we've outdone ourselves. How about you guys? Let us know. You can send any of us here. You can send Red an email now here if you want. You can send Martin or Jimmy or Rob yeah, or Mark or Jason um, to the Real Debaters at gmail.com if you want to comment on any of the stuff. We've, if you want to give us your opinion, we'd love to throw shit up. Give out uh, some Instagram, some social media stuff to our fans who have their opinions. Send us your stuff, and then we'll. Be like blank and blank thinks we're fucking morons and this is why. Please do. Yeah. <laughs> and Jimmy, what should they buy? Our merch. Buy our merch and skateboards. Yes. Uh, both <laughs> after a real this. Real debater skateboard. Real debater. We have skateboards. Yeah, we've got a lot of weird merch that we would love to sell more of. And if you need mm-hmm. a skateboard deck, um, I promise you by Monday, um, November Monday what November second Monday November second both uh, online. Shops will be available on the website, therealdebaters.ca. So you can go to Threadless or Designed by Humans and pick out some fun stuff. Uh, Anything over 75 bucks, get free shipping. And uh, if you want to email us and ask us for a coupon for something, we're more than happy to supply that. You can get our cost for it. Um, And, uh, yeah, I think think that is the show. Rhett, did you have a good time? That was super fun and awesome. Thank you so much. This is like... uh getting to talk about horror is one of my greatest joys and I very rarely get to do it. And so this was special. Thank you. Well, I am super glad that you think that cause I'll definitely tell Martin to be like, Hey, what's Rhett doing next Saturday? We need somebody else. Woo-hoo! So if you want to do this again, <laughs> so that you're not sitting there going crazy in your head cause COVID fucking sucks. Um, yeah. I please come back if you want to come back. And this is being recorded. I would love to. Yeah, okay. man. It's great. To, nice to meet you guys and chat with you guys for sure. Yeah. This oh. is going to be on the recording. So now you're on record saying that. So you have to, <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. We've got him. Yeah, I've got I've got a verbal confirmation of that one. Big ten four. Uh, so we if you want some good sound bites in this one. Oh yeah, this one's rich, and we're gonna hot tub hugs. We had wording uh, <laughs> wasn't working properly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, going back through uh, this is gonna be fun. Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think uh, I I think this episode figured out its own social media poll quotes on its own. Uh, speaking of, if you want to follow the show, it's uh, at Real Debaters, R-E-E-L, uh, Debaters spelt the normal way, on Twitter yeah. and on Instagram, and realdebaters.ca for all other things. Uh, I have been Michael Petro. To my left has been... Jimmy Skinner. In Vancouver. One of you. Either or. <laughs> Not all at once. <laughs> I have really. also been Jimmy Skinner. All right. <laughs> and Rhett, what's your last name, buddy? Was that? Never mind. It's been a blast. <laughs> We're gone. <Sorry. laughs> oh, God. I have to pee more than anything in the world. Oh, dude. You yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get out of here, guys. I'm going to eat food and smoke some more weed. Oh, okay. Red, it was a pleasure. Stuff today, guys. Thank you. Yeah, thanks Super so great. Talk to you soon. <laughs>